Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them, well, it sucks. And there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want to get 25 cents off your new game. There's a better way, though. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii 3DS, as well as older systems. They've got it all. And as a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. If you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees. And Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Sports, Or just head on over to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal payment hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app from your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brood Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Hey, this is a real JB, damn it. Jeff motherfucking Bezos. First off, took me about eight years to realize I had bought Audible. And another two weeks to find out how much money I was wasting on bullshit sponsorships like you two fucksticks. You two ass clowns have been the biggest waste of money, and I gave money to Hillary Clinton's campaign. I thought listening to you two was bad, but holy shit. Watching you two on Facebook Live is terrible. I'd rather watch you two fuck my wife in my own bed. Y'all got some anger issues, especially like Skin Carlton. Where the fuck did you come from? Did Uncle Phil bang Alan DeGeneres? I see you two got a sponsorship from Savor. I'll buy them, assholes. We'll run out of options before I run out of money. Bezos out, bitches. 
Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. Uh, with me, not as always, it's it's super weird to do this intro without... You pump all uh, pork. <laughs> uh, with me tonight is uh, my main man, Kyle Steele, well, sitting hello. in for Scotty K underscore Jr. Kyle, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? It's, it's not very many... You pump all pork. <laughs> there you Sorry, go, I was getting ready to talk... <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, it's not very big shoes to fill, so I, I, I think I'll be all right. <laughs> is that, are you making a short joke already? <laughs> uh, oh, is that what that... No, but it works on two levels, so perfect. <laughs> even even more comedic. <laughs> well, yeah, Scott is out. Uh, he is uh, still enjoying his honeymoon, uh, wishing him nothing but the best, him and his beautiful wife. Such a good ceremony they had uh, last week. I was not invited for obvious reasons, <laughs> so... <laughs> He actually, his wife, so they wrote their own vows, uh-huh. and uh, during the ceremony, his wife hit him with a short joke oh, her, she? during her vows, yeah. Oh, she was like, I grew baller. up, I grew up uh, a fan of romantic comedies, and uh, I always knew that I'd, I'd find somebody who was tall, dark, and handsome, and <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. It was <laughs> fucking brilliant. That's good. It so she good. nailed it. She killed it. And, That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> it was Fantastic to see. Uh, but cheers to Scott. Congratulations, man. We're super happy for you. We miss you here on the show, uh, but he'll be back in next week for the regular thing. But we got Kyle sitting in. Uh, Kyle is the host of Loudmouth MMA. You guys may know him as corporate around these parts. <laughs> I, was gonna, I told Blake today I was going to wear a suit to, just to, to church it up for corporate. <laughs> meeting, yeah. Like, yeah, you got to be careful because corporate's in town. Well, I, I wore my ripped hoodie, so that was good. That's... <laughs> That's close enough. Yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. I haven't tried this yet, by the way. I keep almost taking a drink, but I like I want to wait. Have you? T- you've t- you've already taken a drink? Yeah, man. I started like a while ago. Oh, okay. I didn't know. <laughs> we'll talk about the beer here in a second. Uh, make sure you guys are sharing the episode. We got uh, if we hit twenty five shares. Uh, Kyle and I are both going to do a shot of fucking god awful hypnotic. I've uh, never. I don't know if. I've obviously had this in stuff before. Like, I was in high school at one point, so, like, this has been in, in shit that I've drank before. You were about to say this has been in my mouth. That's what you were about to say. This has been in my mouth. Um, but I don't – I couldn't tell you what this tastes like. I have no uh, idea. It's awful. It's so gross. Um, is it? It's gonna. Is it really sweet? Yes, extremely oh, sweet. It's awful. It's terrible. That's awful. Uh, nobody likes it. It's gonna be rough. But if we hit twenty five shares, oh, gladly um, do it. We'll we'll each do a shot of that. Yep. Uh, and since Scott is not here to ask me the white motherfucker question of the week, okay, we're gonna open it up to the fans. So, oh no, uh, listeners of the show, you guys can call in once we uh, get through upper deck four four zero thirty seven drunk. Talk about whatever you want, like normal, but also you will be able to ask me a white motherfucker question. And that's not going to limit it to just one. Like, I may have to do a lot of hypno tonight. Um, I was about to say, and I'm, I'm open to it, too. Because okay. I'm obviously a white motherfucker. Wanna, so. I didn't want to put that on you because I know you got to drive. Oh, so I didn't listen. want you to have to do shots of hypno. If then. I got to sleep it off, I got to sleep it off. But we should, we should be all right. I, I mean, I feel like you can get more drunk off a of Pepsi than hypnotic. Though. Probably. The beer is definitely going to be a little bit yeah, stronger. Yeah, the beer is – that's what I'm, what I'm worried about. Yeah, so uh, – we got a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about one of the greatest hockey promotions I've ever seen. Uh, we're going to talk about Oscar De La Hoya being a big cuck and an asshole. Uh, <laughs> you squeeze cuck in. Do we have, do we have a cuck counter on here? No, one? Count it. That's Ding. one. <laughs> uh, and we're going to probably talk a little Colin Kaepernick later because yep. you have to. You have uh, to. This week, it's, it's got to be done. But before we get to all that, let's talk about the beer. And this week, we have Boom Sauce by Lord Hobo Brewing. 
I, I think they're out of Massachusetts, I believe. They are. Um, this is a 7.8% ABV New England IPA. And you can taste it. Yeah, it's, it definitely has some You can taste it. It has a kick, man. <laughs> Which it's, is kind of crazy because New England IPAs tend to be a little little uh, – they're not – they're hoppy, but – you don't really feel it as much. They're yeah. closer. I feel like New England IPAs are closer to session IPAs than West Coast IPAs are. Um, I could be totally yeah. off, and it's just the the few that I've had. But that's what it always. I was like. just trying to think of the West Coast IPAs that I've had, and I, I think you're like Renegade, like that, whatever that one's called, like Stones IPAs are yeah. all really harsh. Uh, very. Uh, I think I I think I agree, but th- I mean this one we were wondering because we saw the name Boom Sauce, and I'm like, I wonder where that's coming from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this has a fucking boom to it, for sure. <laughs> it's got a, it's got a little bit of a kick, but it's a good one, man. Oh, it's initial, delicious. This is great. Initial tastes on this one are, are pretty solid. I, um, I had heard about this. I, I believe they just started distributing to Ohio recently, and uh, this went all crazy on the Cincinnati Craft Beer Facebook group. So I was excited when I found it today in the shitty liquor store by my office in downtown Cincinnati. <laughs> And I was like, "How old is this?" Because they're also no- this place is known to have IPAs Spired that shit. are like three years old. Because like, nobody's walking disgusting. into there and buying IPAs. Yeah, people are going in there and buying natty or yeah, like yeah. really shit for sure. Stuff. Uh, so seeing this was kind of surprising, but yeah, uh, initial taste, man, definitely good. Uh, as always, we'll see how it holds up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it's 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 just harsh. I mean, it's a not I don't, harsh isn't the right word. It's it's intense. It has an intense yeah hop flavor to it. You can tell that it's pretty high in, in alcohol. So yeah, I think it'll hold up taste wise. The question is, how fucked up are we by the time this episode ends? Here's the real question. Let let's talk about the Kaepernick stuff before <laughs> we get to that point. <laughs> Here's the real question. How's it going to be after the hypnotic? That's Ooh, the can this can this be the first thing that washes away the taste of hypnotic purely. i mean i feel like it could because it's it is so hoppy like yeah so it very well normally could. you just have to drink rubbing alcohol to get hypnotic out of your mouth yeah you have to you have to do a lot to get hypnotic yeah. out of your mouth it's fucking so disgusting yeah I, uh, i'm excited to try it <laughs> all right well let's get into upper deck upper deck as always brought to you by gamefly.com uh I'm going to be shouldering the load of Upper Deck this week, everybody. I know you're used to hearing Scott's pipes during this one, but it's going to be weird doing all six stories. I got to be honest. I would do it, but I don't have No, I know. It's fine. It's totally fine. I got it, it, man. I got it. I I believe in you. I got this. You got this. I fucking got this. All right. Kicking off Upper Deck, which I never do, so this is already weird to me. Uh, Brewdog, Scottish brewery that has set up a shop in Columbus. Columbus, They they have come out, and uh, they're going to be added to the list of the people who are none too happy about the potential of the Columbus crew moving to Austin, Texas. Uh, So if you don't know, the ownership group in uh, the crew is looking to fucking get out. I actually read an interesting study posted in the Facebook group that looks like this group, the ownership group has been tanking. Like they are purposely being like, well, we don't have the, uh, the fans. Sorry. We got to go to Austin. Just to make an excuse. Yeah. Like the, their biggest matchups were on weekend or weekdays instead of weekends. Uh, they were also like no giveaways, no promotional giveaways throughout the year that would draw people in. Uh, so they've they've been doing some shady shit. Like you can tell that they're just 
well, and trying then, to get they're trying to get a reason to get out to to Austin. So so what are people trying to do then? So like for this with Brewdog, are they trying to buy Columbus Crew or are they just trying is, to influence? That is exactly what Brewdog is trying to do. They so they it. they uh, are part of a group called Save the Crew and this is a group of business people and investors in Columbus and their goal is to keep the crew from pulling a Cleveland Browns. They yeah. keep them in Columbus. Uh, so to help the cause Brewdog actually brewed a special beer uh, that went for sale in their uh, in their tap room. Yeah. That everything that they made from that went towards this Save the Crew Foundation, I guess you could call it. But then they also want to buy a portion of the team, and the best part, sell it to the fans. So they want to buy their That's shares cool. and then sell them back to the fans. That's pretty cool. I think it's fucking awesome that they did. And this. They had like tons of stuff on Kickstarter when they did their brewery in Columbus. Like they are masters at this. I just uh, I, marketing I, scheme. So obviously, there's a reason. Like nobody would. I'm not gonna say I disagree with them tanking because that could very well be true. But here's the thing, though. I mean, I've seen Major League. Sure. <laughs> seen Major it League. happens. Listen, <laughs> you do know the, the the tale of the Cleveland Indians, correct? <laughs> Um, uh, Rick Vaughn. Yeah, yeah excuse uh, me. It yeah. happens. <laughs> so, I, but at the end of the day, like these are investors. Like they're not just going to be like, "Fuck money." We want to go to. You know what I mean? I just like. Well, I, I have think, a very hard time imagining that they would do that. I think they're still getting money. Like they're sure. still a financially viable team. But they're it's like, still why would they not performing? Because they, they're all, it's also it's not just investment group. There's also other people. There's board of directors. There's all sorts of stuff. So you would have a very hard time explaining to a group of people who have not millions really. of dollars on the line. No, see that's the thing. You think so? You don't have to explain it. You just blame it on the fans. They're not coming out. Uh, I don't know, man. True. I don't know what the problem is. They're not coming out. Very they true. don't want to see it. We got to get out to very Austin true. where they're going to support it. They've got it fucking set up sweetly. So Austin doesn't have a soccer team, I assume. They don't. But and that's a so that's the weird thing about because Austin thing. could probably use a soccer team. It's good weather year round, perhaps. But here's the thing: the, these owners are talking about how it's tough to compete with Ohio State in Columbus. So you're going to move to fucking Austin, where people are just as rabid about the Longhorns. Yeah, like there, it makes no sense. But, well, and you're going to move to Austin, where there's a hundred times more shit to do outside of sports. Right. Even yeah, there's way more to do in Austin. That it, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, although it since it's soccer. I mean, given the population of Austin, you know, the demographics of Austin, again, soccer really does make a lot of sense. But you don't have to, the Columbus crew doesn't have to move. Keep the Columbus crew and can't you add two teams or something? Well, they are looking to add two teams. Austin isn't on that list. Why not? Because uh, Cincinnati's on the fucking list. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, did, I did hear that. I don't watch soccer, so I don't really... <laughs> I don't want Columbus to lose because I guess Papa B would say nobody gives a fuck about soccer. I mean, anyway, so. I understand. I know that people love soccer, and I know that there's obviously people are huge fans of Columbus Crew locally. So whatever, I'm not like talking shit on that, but I don't. It doesn't really bother me. <laughs> they go to Austin. You're like, I mean, they can go. In fact, it, it probably can... makes a lot of sense for them to go to Austin for many reasons. Um, but I, ho I hope right. that they don't. Uh, so that, that hate mail can be directed to Kyle Steele. Yes. He's at LoudmouthMMA on Twitter. Yep. <laughs> Kyle at LoudmouthMMA.com. All right. Well, let's get into something that's up your wheelhouse here. Earlier this, week, this year, uh, our buddy Oscar De La Hoya. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. You're you're good. Good. <laughs> My knee. Wow. 
I thought you got really excited about Oscar De La Hoya. You just like popped wood and it like destroyed the table. Anyways, Oscar De La Hoya went off earlier this year about the whole Mayweather-McGregor fight. Uh, for those of you that don't know, he was super butthurt. He said that Mayweather and McGregor were dis- disrespecting the sport of oh, boxing. Oh, it was a sham. It like, was a circus. Yeah, just horrible. Uh, horrible that these two would stoop to this level yep. and put on this circus sideshow. Yep. Well, apparently, De La Hoya has had a little bit of a change of a heart because this week he was on Golden Boy Radio. And he said Which that is his his radio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's basically the same as if like I came on this podcast yes. to make some crazy announcements. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what it's like. Uh, but he said that he's been secretly training. He's been working First working all, hard that nobody's seen, and he wants to come out of retirement. So wait a minute, you're telling me that the guy who's been boxing his entire life has continued boxing? Shh. Nobody Weird. It's a secret, though. It's a secret. It's also a I'm secret, just... but here, let me tell you about it. <laughs> On this radio station. Jesus. But he wants to come out of retirement, and he wants to fight Conor McGregor. Shocking. <laughs> uh, apparently, he saw them dollar signs and was like, I think... You know, it wasn't that big like, of a circus. Did, I, did you, I don't know if you kept track. I know we had the cut counter on one side. On the other side, did you have a counter for how many times I rolled my eyes during that <laughs> question? I, listen, what, what, here's what happened with Oscar De La Hoya. He thought what a lot of people thought, which was at the end of the day that that Conor McGregor Mayweather fight was going to implode. Yeah. That it wasn't going to be what everybody thought it was going to be. I kind of felt that way for a little bit. You know, I really got nervous. I think there were a lot of people that were skeptical. Uh, that this it, isn't going to do what everyone thinks it's going right. to do because it is. It's a, it's it's a, it is a circus. That's why I agree with Oscar De La Hoya. It was a fucking circus. That's yeah. exactly what it was. Nobody nobody said it no. wasn't. No, like, I mean it's like it was. It, it, of course, it had its issues. Now he when he came out, he was like mad about it. You know what he I mean? Was furious. So that's where the difference comes in. I think a lot of us thought it was a, a fucking sideshow, but we weren't angry about it, right? No. It, he so he came out very publicly, very angry about it. Again, talking about how it was it was hurting boxing and this and that. Well, Floyd Mayweather's still relevant. Oscar De La Hoya is not even close to being relevant as hey, far he's, as he's got going boy radio. He does. <laughs> but he's not even close to being relevant as far as like where the skill is now. For McGregor, that fight makes more sense than Mayweather, right? Because that's a much more winnable fight. Than I was going to say Mayweather's ever going to be. Right. But regardless, that's not the fight that happened. And if he does come back, I don't want to even. I don't even want to open the door for Conor McGregor boxing again. <laughs> but I mean. <sighs> Why? Because you, because you know he's just going to dominate again, like yeah, he did when he when he knocked out Floyd Mayweather in that first fight. No, but uh, I, to come out and to, like the irony there, right? Or just like yeah. the hypocrisy? It's so that's glaring. The, yeah, that's the craziest thing. You know, is to, stick to stick to your guns, man. Pool of wrestling. Just continue to talk, even now, over and over again about how much a sham the fight was, <laughs> right? Try to get the fight that way by continuing to degrade it, continue to talk about how, you know, and then and then switch when Connor finally reacts to it. Right. Go, well, you know what? This is how we'll fix boxing. You and I will fight. And then just stick to that premise that he turned it, that Connor McGregor Floyd turned it into a sideshow. The only way to right the wrong is for me to fight him. Is to you to, for, you, for him to do like Superman a chill like a chill sonnen, right? Just completely pretend like you really believe what you're saying. 
it, don't do this. Like, this doesn't work. Do you think he did this because he's been getting no reaction from McGregor? Well, and he like, won't. He'll continue to get no Yeah, reaction. I don't think this changes anything. It's not like all of a sudden Connor's going to be like, okay, cool, let's go. Like, there's there's no incentive for McGregor to do it, I guess, outside of the payday. Um, but Which this won't be. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's uh, Oscar De La Hoya being a fucking douchebag. Being a cuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Count it. All right, so over the last few years, we've gotten to see a lot of teams give up some amazing leads in order to lose championships. You had Golden State losing 3-1 lead to the yep. Cavs in the yep. finals. You had the Indians losing a 3-1 lead to the Cubs. Yep. Uh, and then you had the Falcons losing a 28-3 lead to the Patriots. Now, this wasn't a championship, but it wasn't it San Francisco Giants a couple years ago, Reds won the playoffs. Don't a, fucking talk about they that. Were up, Don't were they up 3-1 or they were up 3-0? Oh, we were up 2-0. Two, two, oh. oh. It was a best of five series. Uh, yeah. The Reds were up 2-0 oh, coming back to Cincinnati. All you had to do was win one Cincinnati. more game. And they had three games in Cincinnati. Yeah. You were 2-0 oh on the road. Came back to Cincinnati. I could just win one game. They lose three. And then since then, they haven't done anything. This has been uh, Craft Sports, everybody. <laughs> Kyle's getting kicked the fuck out of my house. <laughs> What's happening here? Anyways, uh, so similar to what Kyle just did to me. These keep coming up in trolling fashion over and over again, these blown leads. And uh, one of the best ones came out this week. A Walmart store decided to troll the Falcons. They they were clearing out stock of Atlanta Falcons styrofoam coolers that they had. Oh, no. They put a pallet on display and marked them down to $3.28. Yeah. (laughs) Good job. Good job, Walmart. <laughs> I, love the, I love how much that made you laugh. <laughs> I love it that gotcha. it's so fucking dumb. Like, I could just picture it's good trolling. some hillbilly Walmart manager like, I'm going to fucking get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. But then you think about how subtle of a troll job that is. It is. That dude's way too smart to be that guy. Yep. He's, he's not what's coming up later in Upper Deck. No. <laughs> he's... $3.28. That's good. That's so a good brilliant. trolling. That's good trolling. So brilliant. That's like Wendy's level trolling. I want like Wait, like Wendy's is the shit on Twitter. If they you guys are. don't like they're like, amazing. Wendy's is fucking lit on Twitter, man. I <laughs> kill it. Blake says he's got uh, comments about the Oscar subject later. Good. Can't wait to sure, hear that. Sure. Uh, Chance is in. Chance is repping Austin. Nice. He's, he's pulling for uh, the crew the move. to come down there, apparently. Sure. And uh, Frankie says that uh, the crew is the 76ers of the MLS. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> that is a damn good comparison to what's happening there in Columbus. As in, I couldn't tell you a single thing about the 76ers? <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> was, that the, was that the parallel? I think it was the tanking. But yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a story that hit kind of close to home, and it, it it blew up this week, and it really got me pissed off. Um, so a few weeks back, there was a local brewery around the area, Braxton Brewery. Oh, God. Uh, they suspended their brewing operations Are temporarily. Are keeping track of eye rolls? Cause I'm about <laughs> I to... think you're like five or six oh, already. Oh, my God. Uh, so they suspended their brewing operations temporarily so that they could can water and donate it to hurricane victims. Like, like mini breweries do. Like, like yes. Anheuser-Busch does it. Yeah. yeah. And it's a super cool thing that it they is. did. It is. Fantastic. It when Anheuser-Busch does that, okay, you shut down your one brewery and your other you have four or five. Thousand. You're yeah. not, like Braxton 
was like, we are not we making brewery, beer but, yeah. for this uh, however many days we shut down. It's incredible. Um, so for a small town business to do something like that is is awesome. Uh, but no good deed goes unpunished. Nope. Um, this week, a woman in Louisiana claimed that the cans that she got didn't have water in them, but instead had beer. Uh, the reason why she thinks that is she peeled off the label that was stuck to the can and saw that it was a beer can that was like 6% ABV. And she said that her three-year-old... Was acting funny. Yeah. Said that he... You mean they're three? Yeah, she said <laughs> is that he, what kept, you mean? he kept falling down and then he got a virus. You know, because beer gives you viruses, apparently. Like, it's that, it's that weird beer flu. First of all, if they're three <laughs> years old, why are they drinking out of a can? Uh, very accurate question. Uh, why is that not in a sippy cup? Yeah, you would just you would dump what the contents out, and when you dump the contents out, listen. I don't know if you listen. People who are watching this right now, I, I think most of us. You are watching craft brewed sports. I think most people drink a beer. It looks very different. Slightly different. Yeah. Slightly different than a water. There's a smell um, difference. There's a, a very clear look difference. Yeah. So she said a three year old was falling down. He was acting strange. He got a virus. Do you think she's going for a payday? Do you think she literally something happened, right, where her kid got sick? She then, you know, had this beer and she pulls the sticker off and goes, oh, my God, it's a beer. I think that's think, what happened because there hasn't been. And then she just been, drew the parallel? There hasn't been any lawsuit filed yet. That's not to say that it won't happen, but um, yeah, I think that's what happened. I think her, ki- her son was sick yep. and there was probably that sticker was coming off yep and she peeled it and saw it was and a she beer goes, and thought oh, oh my god, god i just gave my son beer there's beer in here yeah. i hope i hope that i think we're being very optimistic i hope so i bet you I that mean, that's I, not the well, case and when i first read it i was like this fucker's just trying to get yeah. a payday yeah and that's I what i think too super pissed. but i'm 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 trying really hard to be optimistic and just say that her son got sick. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it again. You you already know. But I'm just. I'm being optimistic. <laughs> I yeah. Very uh, very strange story. I hope that nothing else comes of this. Just for Braxton's sake. And it's not even yeah. that they did anything wrong because I I clearly there's no way beer was in there. They're using old cans that they have left over unfilled. Cans. It's not like they dumped out some beer out of cans. No, these like, are empty cans. All right, cans. now wash these out. They the also water stop any and all right operations so it's not like my phone just died by the way how much does that bother you i mean now that it's dead now it's that it's that dead bad. it's fine yeah but the fact that it was like sitting at 10 percent, i was like oh i can't like, i was gonna ask you for a charger in. and i didn't is that an iphone it is out of luck bro android house oh i forgot like you have this <laughs> i forgot you're you're poor i forgot we already talked about this i forgot my bad uh, shit yeah we got fucking that's all right. My phone can turn into a projector. Can yours? I mean, wait, hang on. Let's check. You don't my, know. Let's check my battery life here. You don't know. Oh, look at that. Eighty percent battery. Case, still. You have a case, you cuck. <laughs> if I had one of those cases, it would be. It would still be on too. <laughs> Anyways, this, by the way, real quick lady. though. No, real quick. So look at this case. Okay, it's one case. of those kind of dual ones. Okay. Okay. I bought it off of Amazon Prime. Okay. Okay. So free shipping. You know $3. Amazon Prime dollars and ninety five cents. That's pretty impressive. You know Amazon Prime is not a sponsor of the show, right? Uh, Amazon owns Audible. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. Uh, make sure you check out Audible. Go to our website, craftbrewsports.com. Nailed it. <laughs> Click Nailed the sponsors it. link uh, in the menu bar and uh, check out that free thirty day trial. There it is, complete with free audio with Amazon's Audible. <laughs> All right, moving on. 
I love minor league teams because they come up with the best promotions yep. ever. And the Cincinnati Cyclones came up with one that I am 100% on board with. They are the ECHL team here in Cincinnati. I believe they're... Say that one more time. ECHL. What's that stand for? Uh, EC Hockey League. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Eastern Conference Hockey Maybe, League? Maybe. Something like that. I don't know. I'm sure somebody's going to... Get on my shit list in yeah. the Facebook comments for you're, not knowing Listen, it. at uh, least you're trying. <laughs> I won't even try to pretend to care about hockey. <laughs> I am I'm getting into it more. Um, it's, it is fun. It's just it lasts for so long. I'm not going to rant about hockey. <laughs> I've ranted about hockey on here before. Please, I, I never make say, any fans. I was going to say, we've, we've, already, we've gotten, already gone down when this. When we announced that you were going to be on the show, they were like, oh, great. God, guy, it's guy. hockey. Fuck. See, I don't hate hockey. It's, just, it's hard to keep track of. That's fair. I mean, it's that's so fair. hard to keep track of. Before we finish the story, uh, Chance from No Distractions uh, Sports Talk, he said, this is just like the lady who sued a big grocery store down here in Texas because she slipped on a grape while she was in the store Excuse and me. she was pregnant. Oh, no. She claimed that slipping on the grape gave her baby a genetic disease her that her husband has thanks to the blood test. So basically, she said she fell on the grape. That's what caused the genetic disease. That her husband also has genetic in the term that she's. Uh, I would whew. I would read that novel. I would also. Um, Tyson, thank you for coming to my rescue here. ECHL is formerly the East Coast Hockey League. East Coast. I said Eastern Conference. Close enough. That Close counts. enough. <laughs> I said EC Hockey League. I was right. You didn't know what the fuck EC stood for. I, that's exactly what I meant when I said EC Hockey League. Right. Anyways, so this is a story that we actually put on our blog uh, this week. Um, the Cyclones are going to honor the 25th anniversary of the greatest hockey movie ever made. Fight me if you don't think so. Oh, this I can get behind. Mighty Ducks. I do, um, lo- I do love me some Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and I know there's other good hockey movies out there. Nothing as good as the Goon? Mighty Ducks. Uh, Goons. Uh, wait, I've is that the one it. with? Is that the one with? Uh, I, I heard it's good. I think that's that's the one with Stifler. Right? I heard. I heard it's good. Yeah, I don't know. Have you seen it? No. We should watch it. All right, let's watch. I'm all about let's it. Let's watch Goon. Uh, that's gonna do it for Craft Brew Sports. Yeah, We're gonna guys, go watch. <laughs> we've already been in the show twice. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep doing it. I, I have heard that is a good movie. I've also watched. There's also on Netflix. There's. Uh, I think it's called like Division Three Football. It's where Andy Dick is the coach of a Division Three football, like a. That sounds so bad. It is like, so I good. I don't even want to. I love it. I want to cancel hilarious. my Netflix knowing that that exists. Um, okay. So <laughs> I, we have two movies we need to watch. All right. Well, anyways, the uh, the Ducks are going to honor the Mighty Ducks. Or, uh, the Cyclones are going to honor the Mighty Ducks. Like, try that again? Yeah. That fucking, too many Ducks in this story. Um, January 25th, they were going to be wearing three different jerseys throughout the game. The first period, they're going to come out in the green Mr. Ducksworth jerseys from the first Mighty yep. Ducks movie. The second period, they're going to come out. Before in they got the, paid, yo. Right. The second period, they're going to come out in the Team USA jerseys. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the third period, they're ignoring Mighty Ducks 3 altogether. And they're coming out in the new style Mighty Ducks that they came out in the third period of D2. Mighty Ducks are back. When they changed from the Team USA, Ducks fly together. And then they came out in the new Ducks jerseys. Everyone's like, fuck it. It's the Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> I, like how they, I like how they just ignored that there was ever. Yeah, they were like, we're not going to talk about it, when they went to high school. <laughs> it, was like, it was like where when, uh, what was it, Triple X? 
where they just ignore that there was like a second movie in between, so that it just like went from one to three, and they just ne- they just all acted like number two never <laughs> like, happened. That didn't. Uh, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, but yeah, they're they're ignoring Mighty Ducks three, but that's fucking awesome. And then after the game, they're gonna auction off all of the uh, jerseys, and it's all gonna go to charity, which good for them. Very cool. Uh, Love it. I want to go to that game. I would. I would totally do that. You know they're gonna play all the cool pump oh, up yeah. speeches in, in the intermission. We, we have to. We're gonna listen to "We Are the Champions" for sure. <laughs> for sure, they're gonna play that. <laughs> quack quack quack, Mr. Ducksworth. That's the best when Gordon loses his shit. <laughs> Gordon, stop quacking. Oh, I love that line. Anyways, uh, last story for Upper Deck for this week. Uh, perhaps the most SEC story. That has ever existed. Yep. Uh, there were two men that were at a motel in Mobile, Alabama. You guessed it. They were arguing over Alabama football. One man claimed that Auburn was the better of the two teams, while the other claimed that Bama was the superior product. Uh, apparently, the situation escalated. The Bama fan pulled out a gun and shot the other guy in the thigh before he ran away. So what you're <laughs> telling me... Is that someone from Alabama doesn't have great emotional intelligence? Bama's <laughs> uh, better, shocking. God damn it. Shocking. They, they just came from Walmart. They were really super upset that they trolled the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, don't talk shit about another one of my teams, God damn it. That's great. Oh, man, so good. Uh, don't ever talk shit. I always like to talk shit when it comes to college football. I will never talk shit to an Alabama fan again. Oh no, I, I wouldn't do it anyway. Like I they're, mean, they're, I mean, I like it. It's fun to do, but I won't in person. I nope. always, I'll do it on the internet like crazy. I've always wondered that. <laughs> I've wanted this, by the way. And this isn't about Alabama. This is actually we can we can continue this conversation outside of Upper Deck. Yeah. It's a good conversation for outside of Upper Deck. Okay. All right. Well, then, in that case, uh, this has been Upper Deck, brought to you, as always, by Gamefly and by Cucks. <laughs> that was a forced one. Yep. That was a forced one, and it I like counts. it. It counts. It uh, counts. And uh, now that Upper Deck is over, we are going to open up the drunk line, 440-37-DRUNK. This is the part of the show where Scott would normally ask me a white motherfucker question, but he is not here. So, so feel free to call in. Yeah, hit me up. If it's something about Bobby Brown, I'm going to get it. Like, there's a good <laughs> chance. Um, if it's not, I'm probably going to be doing some hit now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just get some Nelly-related questions? Because I know a lot about Nelly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I could answer some Nelly questions. Um, there was a DJ when I was in grade school who uh, would play Nelly like back to back to back during uh-huh. dances. It was the best. So just, great. I just imagined he just had a Nelly CD that he would just be like, oh my gosh. and play. Now I got to go like, shit. It goes batter up. It's like, it's, and then it's like that like Dim Boys song that was, it was, I can't remember. I know where it was positioned on the CD, but I can't remember what it was called now. But uh, no, I definitely was like rocking out to Nelly. I I remember junior high dances, and it's funny because looking back on it, like they were fucking lit. Like they like <laughs> now, like I can't imagine. There's no way that still happens. But like blasting Cisco to a bunch of fucking horny sixth graders, you know what I mean? Who are grinding up on each other like at a junior high? You know what I mean? Like listening to like I went to a Catholic grade school. Unleash so the dragon, have. like. We didn't. We didn't get crazy. It was like this song is called "Unleash the Dragon." <laughs> it's talking about his dick. <laughs> the song is called essentially "Unleash the Dick," <laughs> and we are a bunch of sixth graders grinding on each other, listening to that. 
and nobody had a problem with it. It's like uh, that genuine song. It was just song. normal. You it's, can't do it now. It's that genuine song when, oh when my gosh. Uh, Pony started up. That was another one that I was like, is, what's he talking about right now? Oh, this my is, gosh. I just remember, this again, about fucking, isn't it? again, like, <laughs> sixth grade, you're like, Ja Rule, DMX, like, yeah. and they would like just they would just turn the music down when there was like, oh, a really bad yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, they did. Uh, I miss it. Uh, that let me clear my throat song. Whenever let it got me to clear my throat. Whenever it got to goddamn, they would just like mute it. Yeah, and we were all like, the, goddamn. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like to the, the to the windows, to the what? And then like when it would like the sweat dripped down my and they turn it down and it would go balls. Yeah, for sure. But that was more into high school. I I feel like they still play that song at prom. Oh yeah, probably. like that's like a prom staple, probably, just yeah. forever. You can't get rid of it. Like I don't. It doesn't matter how much mumble rap comes out. Like you got to keep <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> but anyway, so about like sports, I've, I'm interested in this because obviously I host an MMA podcast. Sure. And one of the things you notice from and, and Blake, who's obviously in here, he can attest to this as well. And I get involved in it too. I'm, I'm definitely not innocent. But there is so much anger. I mean, it's unreal the amount of anger that you can incite in people either on the podcast itself or in these Facebook yeah. groups. I mean, people get – I mean, your group is extremely tame. I don't think I've ever seen, like, an argument go on. It, it hasn't gotten to that point yet, but I feel like it could. Well, if it keeps growing, it's just inevitable. You're going to get someone that doesn't mesh. Right. And, you know what I mean, someone who doesn't know anything about the group, they don't get inside jokes. Right. They're going to get right. offended by something, not gonna, knowing the story. Yeah, exactly. The first time somebody happen. posts about cuckling, they're going to be like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, that'll happen. But I'm in big groups. I mean, I'm in these groups that are... 10, 12, 13,000 people. Oh, I was going to say, you talking shit about our group. <laughs> Uh-oh. Sorry. No, I much you prefer your going, group. We hit 25 shares. Are uh, you so, that quick? Yep, that quick. So let's Fuck fire up people. two of those shots. Oh, wow. I was I, I just assumed that since I was on it that people were really not going to want to share it. <laughs> like they're going to be like It was all just Blake. Blake like, shared it 27 were, times. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured they would see it and they'd be like they'd be like, "Wait, who's this guy that listens to a couple minutes like uh, we'll pass this week. We'll just pass this week. Right. You know Scott's hoping that the numbers tank this week. Yeah. Just so that he can just be so like, he see, can, I told you. Just so he can it's ask all for me. Just so that Timberlake can prove that this show is all about him. Just and, so uh, he can ask for a raise. Joey Fatone over here can just fucking chill out and work the board like I always well, do. Well, it is. I mean, I am, I am the most famous person that you've had on this podcast. For sure. <laughs> right? Yeah, man, let's go with that. Did you? That is there anyone else good. that's been famous on here? Uh, no, not that I know of. Uh, oh god, it just it just looks so bad. I have, by the way, um, when I agreed to do this, yeah, I, I was in a different mindset. I was yeah. like, hey man, I'm excited. Let's get on this. I haven't been on the show in a while. Now that it's about to happen, deep regret. Yep, a deeply regret. Yep. Cheers, cheers, motherfucker. Yeah, let's Enjoy. cheers away oh, from the god, computer. Gonna, yeah, that shit's going everywhere. All right, there we go. Ugh, thank you to you guys. Oh my god, that's just so gross. Thank you guys for uh, sharing the twenty-five. If we hit forty shares, we'll do another one. That's disgusting. Ugh, it's so bad. That is so gross. That um, is the. Oh my lord! It kind. You know what it tastes like? Um, Smurf. It dick. tastes like. <laughs> I mean, I've never tasted the Smurf ac- dip. The but accent I, that I you, the accent you put on dick. Like not like accent as in like you didn't like all of a sudden sound Mexican, but like the like <laughs> when you went, like you went dick, you went Smurf dick. 
you like you like went full TJ Miller there. <laughs> tastes like Smurf dick. Smurf dick. Um, no, it uh, tastes it tastes like two things. One, if you just like left a bunch of fruit in a bowl and just left it in the sun, and then you dr- and then you drank like the dissolved whatever, like a couple days later, right? Like that's what it tastes. That is like. pretty accurate description. Or it tastes like. You like you're eating like really good raspberries, but you okay. in in between bites, someone just sprayed hairspray in your mouth, <laughs> right? <laughs> it tastes like one of those things. That's really good raspberries. You're chewing, chewing. You're chewing with your mouth open, and, and someone's just like fuck you, and they spray <laughs> hairspray in your mouth. Like ah fuck. Like I get it. I still can taste the raspberries, but the hairspray is a little bit, uh, a little, little much, a little much. Uh, oh, yeah, that is so disgusting. So yeah, wow. if, you, if we hit forty, we'll do another Please one. Please stop sharing it. I really have no Man. desire to do that again. Uh, yeah, it's so gross. Well, you better hope that nobody calls in with a uh, a white motherfucker question because I have a feeling we'll be doing that again. Oh uh, no, I agreed to that too. You did. You sure did. Oh, you I don't remember have to. that. You don't have to. Oh no, it's fine. I, Listen, it's Mike. Fine. Calm down. I'm doing it. <laughs> Settle down. Okay. So people get really, really angry. Super pissed. And I, and I, on, on one hand, I know that you see it in football, obviously. And in hockey, there's tons of fights. But it seems like the online shit, I, maybe it's just I'm so heavily in this community. Like, I'm really not that much into football, like, as far as, like, communities and stuff on Facebook. Sure. So maybe I just don't experience it as much. But, like, this MMA, I mean, my lord. I mean, people... I've had people like threaten me, but like, oh, I know where you live, Kettering, Ohio, like that kind of shit. Like, Holy I'll fucking shit, bro. Get you. Yeah, just because I like they're saying stupid shit, and I'm like correcting them. Like they'll be like, oh, well, this thing happened, and I'm like, well, except that didn't happen. Like it, this is what happened. I'm not even giving opinions. I'm just right. saying like you're describing a situation that doesn't exist. Yeah. So I'm then correcting it. Um. So I, why why do you think that is? Why do you think people get I, so angry when it comes to so sports. I can't I can't speak for everybody I will speak for me personally and I think it's because you get so invested and we've talked about this Scott and I have talked about this on the show where I mean, we have podcasts on this seems, stuff so obviously we're super invested right it seems like though there's always one team that you can cheer for that is like your team like yeah nothing will you live and die by that team. Like for me, it's Notre Dame. When Notre Dame loses, I'm in a bad mood for like three days after. For me, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, I I really do like, like I it sucks. Yeah, like when, it sucks right. having this year. Has been so awful. when you when you've got that strong of a connection to a team, yeah. and then somebody talks shit, it's almost like somebody's coming like, in. I and get talking to shit about, well, and you're like, right. I get to talk shit. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Exactly. Like if I want to talk about Marvin Lewis, if I want to talk about anybody, right. if you talk shit, I'm like, oh yeah, Marvin Lewis has one of the winningest records. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you. He's this like, yeah, you want to play off game? What the fuck? Are you? you know what I mean? Like, right. You, you can't. get that. Yet as soon as they're not here, I'm like. Fire Marvin Lewis. Exactly. Like, trade Andy Dalton for a fucking pack it's of the, peanuts. It's the, like, exact same, a day. it's the exact same thing as uh, I'm allowed to make fun of my siblings, but if anybody else does, I will fucking yeah. fight you. Sure. It's, it's the exact same idea. The difference, but though, is that they are related team. to you, and they're humans. But you're so ingrained. This is a team. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're so ingrained with that team. Like that's, and that's why I say it's only one. Because Who is my fighter that when they lose, I'm in a bad mood? There's got to be somebody. There's there got to be somebody is. that like is your dude. There definitely is. Or I guess uh, maybe I shouldn't say dude. Maybe it's a female fighter. I don't know. I don't mean to assume for you, man. Uh, Drew wants to know if Scott pulled a Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 uh, 
It took me a second God to figure it, that Drew. out. It took me a second to figure out what that meant. I was thinking Michael Jackson had a song called like Disappear. So I was like, uh, I was like trying to play it. I'm like, oh, skin whitening. Yep. Got it. Yep. Okay. Check. Uh, I, I would have preferred that he went with the Sammy Sosa because that yeah, was that has been oh, that dude is weird, man. That's weird. Um, it's a, but that is a very serious issue in that culture. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a very, I very feel weird. They, they really do. I that feel a lot. weird that with two white motherfuckers talking about that. Like, yeah, we that's why I'm like, I'm just, like let's back let's, away from that one. Let's, Anyways, let's, sports teams that get Colin Kaepernick. Uh, <laughs> if there's something that white people should be talking about, <laughs> it's protesting black brutality. Um, on, okay, on that point, like sure. let's let's start talking about that. I think it is important for white people to I, talk about that because agreed. If there's so many fucking the idiots, but there's so many idiots out there that when they hear a black athlete bring this up or when they hear a black person talk about their support of these black athletes, yeah. they automatically associate that it's, oh, it's because it, it's you're black. But if white people start talking about this and really bring this stuff to the forefront, then, well, but, but then it you gets get called, the idiots that could potentially listen. Well, then it gets called change. white guilt and all sorts of stuff. And, and then people the, – the problem is the whole conversation – Right in its forefront, okay? As soon as you start to have the conversation, it is instantaneously divisive. It's Absolutely, a, yeah. It's as if... It's, it's, as if, it's, it's a, so divisive that our viewers have dropped dramatically, dramatically sure. already. <laughs> it's, it's, there's, a, there's a really funny joke. Uh, I probably won't tell it, but there's a funny Anthony Jesselnick joke. You're familiar with Anthony Jesselnick, so you realize how offensive he usually is. But he, yep. he has a joke on his album where he goes... He goes he's talking about how... like the. You know the comedian, the comic police, or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's always this. He says there's always this one thing, and it's you know usually once a year, and it's all year then, right? It's like one thing a year that you just you can't joke about. This is the thing that you can't joke about. <laughs> and he goes, this year it's transgendered people. And when he says it, there's no nobody laughs, nobody does yeah. anything. And he goes, see, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so that's kind of how I feel about some of this stuff. Like you can't. You can't you can't even really talk about it really because everyone just tunes it out instant like instantly they're like oh, right never mind just why are they talking about this <laughs> but here's the thing is that you're it's so in, it's so divisive right away that what happens is when you bring up the topic to even have just a conversation about it as soon as you bring it up it's as if you're going so uh, we're here today fuck you fuck you fuck you <laughs> like that's what it, that's what people are hearing. You know what I mean? So if, if that's how you're – and it takes – it's both parties, but it most certainly are the people who are uh, on the other – like the, the people who are upset with the protesting. It's their fault because they are listening to something. Like they are being told something. It's as if I'm looking in the eyes and I'm saying, hey, this is my experience. And yeah. instead of hearing me say this is my experience, you're hearing like – Fuck you for doing this. Right. Right. Like you are choosing to internalize this information the way that you see fit. Right. You're making a conscious decision to say, hey, I'm not going to actually hear what you're saying. I'm just going to assume that you have a victim complex. Right. Right. And I'm not even going to listen to what it is that you're saying, whether it's true or not, is almost irrelevant. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's personal experience. So that's the craziest part to me is like how people can, how can you tell you, someone that their personal experience right. is wrong and, and how you feel is wrong. Like it doesn't, even if 
a person didn't experience personally because that's what everybody points to with Colin sure. Kaepernick is they're like, well, how can he even protest this because he grew up with white parents and a and a nice family and a middle class like that's what they go yeah, to. Yeah, but they're he like, definitely he experienced even... forms of racism. Absolutely, people who are mixed experience Absolutely. it just as bad because you you get it from both groups. But not only that, it's not even that. It's He's giving a voice to people who don't have a voice. Sure. And I think that's what gets lost in this whole thing. And, I, you know, obviously this is a big story, again, because uh, GQ named him Citizen of the Year, uh, and people are uber pissed off that GQ would do that. First of all, how the fuck are you going to get pissed off that a random magazine just decided something for a promotional thing because that's that's essentially what this comes down to oh, i have a GQ, whole rant on this i have GQ, a whole rant gq basically wanted to sell some magazines they knew this would get them in the news they named colin kaepernick well that's what's so that's what's so funny about people getting into an argument about whether he was deserving or not and they bring up other people who are quote more deserving and they they bring up him and they say well no, no 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 this is what he's done he's done this he's done that he's done this he's deserving of this and then people go back and they create these false dichotomies that it's either him or J.J. Watt. And J.J. Watt's done this, and he's done this. Right. Right? They create these these false dichotomies. Like, they, they are pitting these two things up against each other, even though there's a thousand choices. Right? So, no matter who you pick, there's always somebody else that could have fit in that, right. that, that hole or whatever. But anyway, what's gets, what to me, what's getting lost is that none of that matters. That is not yeah. why Colin Kaepernick is on the cover of GQ magazine. It has, it has nothing to do with what he... It has nothing to do with him giving his salary away. It has nothing to do with him... It has something to do with him kneeling, but not in the way that they that you think, right? Right. The only reason why he is on that cover is because you and I are on a random podcast in Cincinnati, Ohio, spending 10 <laughs> minutes talking about it. That's why he's on the cover. That's accurate. It has nothing to yeah. do with anything that he right. has done on or off the field. All irrelevant. Other yeah. than again, because he did the shit on the field, it, it's just like the, it's yeah. just like a couple years ago when Caitlyn Jenner won the award at the ESPYS, exactly. and people lost their fucking yeah, minds exactly. about Caitlyn Jenner winning this award. And it's like, exactly, why are people getting so? So you ask the question, why do you get so upset when like why are people so invested in the concept? Why do people get so upset at these random awards that that yeah. pop up? Like it it. It's fucking so right crazy now. If, if you're listening to this, and I, I, the people who tune into this show, and then are on your page, more viewers lost. <laughs> oh great! <laughs> the, the people who listen to your show and all that kind of stuff, whoever's left, all all two of you, you know, and people who are listening to this after the fact, maybe right, like. If you are one of those people that are upset that Colin Kaepernick is on the cover of GQ, I'm not, I'm not even trying to judge you, okay? Because I, I get it. I understand everything that J.J. Watt did. I understand that there's other sports figures and outside sports figures, like a lot of people that could be very deserving of this thing. So I get it. I'm not going to judge you for that. But I want you to do something for me real quick. I want you to close your eyes. Um, this isn't going to be sarcastic. I, I, it sounded like I was setting yeah, up something like, really sarcastic. I was really ready I for want like... you to close your eyes and go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That's what I was so totally ready I want for. you to close your eyes and I want you to just think for a minute, okay? I want you to tell me one person who has won this award with GQ in the last three years. Oh, fucking no. If, if you can name one person who's won this award <laughs> in the last three years, then you get to be upset. If you can't do that, if you can't do that, then you never gave a fuck who was there in the last couple of years. <laughs> so don't give a fuck this year 
It's not complicated. <laughs> you didn't care last year. Don't care this year. Now, if, you, if you're if you an active, like, I read fucking GQ every week. Is it a weekly magazine, I assume? I don't know. First of all, if you're GQ. still reading magazines, <laughs> fuck <laughs> right? you. What are you doing? It's 2017. Like, that's not how information is disseminated. Like, quit reading magazines. <laughs> But if you're like if you're one of those loyal people that read GQ all the time, and like you're like every year I wait for Citizen of the Year, and this year it was this douchebag, and I don't think it should be this douchebag. You get to be upset. So I am searching right now. I'm I'm searching the old Google machine for list of GQ citizens Citizen of, the of the year. Sure. All it is is articles about Colin Kaepernick. Right. The internet doesn't even know who The internet doesn't even last. care. Did they even do it last year? That's what I'm saying. They might not. This That's might what I'm the saying. first time they've ever this done is, this. This is completely... <laughs> the, the outrage that this has generated is fucking nonsense. It's, it's nonsense. so bizarre. But it's nonsense on both... The people who are adamantly defending Colin Kaepernick being on the cover, it's also nonsense. Because that's not why he's on the cover. He's right. not on the cover for any reason other than he's controversial. That's why he's on the cover. That's it. Yeah. Period. Has I mean, nothing to do with right. him donating I money. I can't argue irrelevant. that point because you're 100% right. The thing GQ is it, has... GQ is trying to sell magazines. Period. Who the fuck? I don't know what GQ even is. Uh, it's a it's a men's fashion magazine. Jesus Christ, uh, people! You're upset that a men's fashion magazine <laughs> named some <laughs> random douche like Citizen of the Year? Like, come on! That's where you are in your life. Like, I want to be at a point where I have I have so little shit going on that that's what I get to be mad about. Here's what here's what drives me crazy about the whole thing. And I, I agree with a lot of what you brought up, but here's what absolutely drives me bonkers. Whenever something like this comes up, sure. whenever this happens, they will people will put side by side whoever is in the winner's portion. So in this case Colin Kaepernick. And then they'll put next to him Somebody who fought in a war. But this is, that's and, the fault. That's what, so earlier I said the right. false dichotomy. That's what I mean. You're creating but, this. Like it's you pick this guy, this fucking guy saved people out of a burning building and look at his face right. now and look at his. Exactly. Yes. And then it's like, okay. You can always right. do that. Right. Uh, but then the, then you've got the burning guy. Uh, but this little girl did something crazy. But then on top of that, so you, they always – and it, it – for some reason, they always seem to point to veterans, and yeah. I know you served in the military. And you uh, served. <laughs> what drives me fucking crazy about that is that they will point to the military, and even with the protests, this is a disrespecting the military. It disrespects our military, and then they elect people who will cut benefits for our soldiers and cut pay. It's like, well, you don't really give a fuck. Well, you just give a fuck because it it sir. helps you right now, sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> What you are suggesting is that there is a cognitive dissidence <laughs> in American culture. Is that what you are suggesting? I might be bringing that point. I, I don't know if I can sit here and do that. I might have to leave. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that has been an issue for a very long time, right? So, again, false dichotomies, right, where you are – you're taking a situation and you're saying, I see your situation. I'll raise you one. Right. And then when it gets raised, you say, well, I'll see that and I'll raise you, yeah, I'll exactly. raise you another one. You're always putting things side by side and that, that's not how that's supposed to work, right? Yeah. The other thing is, yeah, there is this dissidence between getting outraged. It's like this. Someone steals a dollar from you and you lose your mind on that person who stole a dollar from you as you watch the guy steal a 20 and don't say anything. 
I mean, that's kind of what it is, yeah. right? You're getting upset yeah. about this petty thing that really isn't that big of a deal. That's where you're focusing all of your – it's like with welfare, right? Like something that makes such such little of your tax money is going towards this, right? right? The amount of money from your you know taxes that are going to pay for – you know, oil rigs that are leaking all over the country, right? And, and paying for more of those than bailing out oil companies who are writing off taxes and the trillions and so on and so forth, right? The amount of money that's going towards that is unfucking believable. <laughs> but you're going to get mad at the person who is right. taking three cents from you, right? And, and completely ignoring the guy who just took a $50 bill at, and you watched him do it. And you're like, well, you do your thing. <laughs> Fuck you. You know what I mean? And so in sports. We will talk about sports. To, I was going to gonna say this is. Well, this is connected back. turned into crap root politics. Crap root politics. <laughs> Loudmouth. Because loudmouth politics. And it's not even meant to be. It's just it's it's kind of like a spinoff of that conversation because just two white motherfuckers. Hey man, talk two politics. white motherfuckers talking politics, man. <laughs> Can we start a podcast called <laughs> Two White Motherfuckers Talking Politics? And it's just gonna be me and you being like, I, I don't know, man. People the are war. fucking crazy. The war. <laughs> That's it. We're just like talking. I, I love when you hear people who are getting well, Congress and the the, the red tape is just. People get so small business owners. Oh my god! And the information that's coming out is like it's as if you're saying like I saw a cloud in the shape of Mickey Mouse's tits. Like there's, I mean, it's it, the information. It, you're, you're you're not doing anything. This is right? the weirdest episode of Craft sure, Sports that's ever happened. Scott's gonna get back and be like. I heard the episode. Aren't you bro. Glad I'm back? <laughs> heard the episode. I'm never leaving the country yeah. again. <laughs> never. <laughs> Next time I leave, no fucking show. <laughs> no. It's yeah. That's it. We'll leave it at that. But that's uh, you know, Congress. All right. On that note, uh, is Papa John's a douchebag for their apology this week? Like, let's just go all in then with with this oh, finally device. I shit. say just dig in, man. I say just dig in. Did you see what they said? Yeah, they basically came out and were like, you know, we stand with this and we're we, cool with it. We want to work with the players. Nah, dig in. But the, the, dig then in. they added the weird shit at the end the where they're like, everything, everybody's point of view uh-huh. matters except neo-Nazis. Fuck those guys with the middle finger <laughs> yeah. emoji. Like, what just fucking happened here? It's, you, it's you, like they hired some dude to handle their Twitter account. Like, they were like, Wendy's is getting good press with their Twitter now, account. No, so here's what they did. You do this and, like, uh, help us out a little bit. I know what they did. It, honestly, if because I believe that's all true. That's all been verified, right? That was actually on it the Twitter? actually haven't okay. because it was posted in our group and I was like, no And you went to the Twitter way. to make sure? And I went to the Twitter account okay. and it was there. It is 100% Here's true. what they did. Here's what they did. They are trying really, really hard not to switch the narrative, okay? So... They're not doing what – I mean, Subway went a different direction with it. But after the whole Jared Fogle thing, Subway changed their colors. Yeah. They changed the logo. Rebrand. They changed yeah. the prices. They took shit off the menu, added stuff to the menu. They took an I inch mean, off they, their six-inch subs. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> did they really? That, uh, that's been around for a while. Their, their footlongs and their six inches are actually shorter. Yeah, I don't doubt should it. should be. Um, Motherfuckers. That's, I think that's just the way that I worked at Subway, and the bread doesn't fill up the entire bread pan. So I think the bread pan is 12 inches, but it doesn't fill all the way. So it's not, it's not you guys. You guys are getting gypped. <laughs> Those cucks. Congress. Am I right? The war, god damn yeah, it. The war. Keystone Pipeline. Subway. <laughs> Which is leaking, by the way. I know. So, let's talk about that. 
fuck the fuck the environment. Uh, by um, the way, you guys can call in and give us your thoughts on, on any uh, of this. Call Congress. Kaepernick, uh, Congress, the Keystone Pipeline, Subway, Cucks, whatever. I'm, I'm excited after this. What, what were we just talking about right there? Um, I did have a point to make <laughs> before we start to what Papa pipeline. John's was doing. So Subway went. Here's what yeah. they did. They were like, okay, what can we do to just because this is going to be hard. You can't just gloss over this. Like we have to completely switch the conversation. So we can't just come out and say, you know what, we fucked up, our bad. Because yeah. then that's just another apology that gets mixed in with all the other apologies that businesses make any time they fuck up. So somebody <laughs> was smart and they said, okay, here's what we do. We make that kind of apology because that's what we need to do. That's sincere. But let's fucking throw some flair. <laughs> let's, let's throw in a fuck Nazis at the end of the middle finger. So that way, again, the whole narrative just shifts. The problem is that it didn't really work. Right. Because totally as soon as John Schneider came out and said, also worked to Papa John's. So as soon as John, John Schneider. Schnatner. John Schnatner. 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 Papa. Papa. Let's call him Papa. Papa. As soon as Papa came out, <laughs> Papa J. As soon as Papa J came out and said, you know, our pizza sales are declining because of the football protest. Okay, as soon as he did that. Thanks a lot, Jerry. You just, you opened up the door for, I mean. Do you think Jerry Jones put him up to doing that? I don't, it, but it was like a, it was like a comics dream. Like it was yeah. the biggest joke set up ever. Like, uh, no, your pizza sales are declining because it tastes like cardboard. Like your toppings are shitty. I have like, bought Domino's every week since you hire, happened. you hire fucking <laughs> greasy, gross people to deliver pizzas. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I let's not put that. I was a delivery driver at Papa John's for several years. <laughs> I'm just saying. For several let's years. Not just put that on Papa John's. They, they are cucks. <laughs> And I, I thought the apology was ridiculous. We're at least six. Okay, cucks. We're, yeah, we're true. six cucks deep. We're six. <laughs> <laughs> Which means something very, very different. <laughs> a swinger party. All right, let's completely six change. Deep. Let's completely change topics here, uh, because we're losing viewers. Because we're getting too too many political conversations with two white motherfuckers yep. going on here. Very true. I want to know. Because you are the MMA expert in sure. my mind. Uh, you and Blake are the go-to guys sure. when I have MMA questions. Me, obviously, more so than Blake. I mean, you are loudmouth MMA. Uh, <laughs> Blake's like loaded joke. Like, all yeah. right, man, you're hammered. You're like the drunk guy yelling yeah. in the bar. Like, you're the... Anyways. I'm the sophisticated one. Right. You're sipping a martini. The loudmouth. Right. <laughs> you know. What the fuck happened with Conor McGregor this week? Okay, when he so when he got zooted out of his fucking mind and jumped into a Bellator cage, uh, is he? I mean, was he just blasted Bro, on coke? He was co he was coked out. Is that the, the just, whole that, thing? That might have been like mid binge. That's my guess. <laughs> mid binge. Because I watched the video where mid binge like, he decided to swing by Bellator in Ireland. <laughs> It was a perfect storm. He was fired up during the fight. And I Listen, know it's like his buddy that was fighting. It and feels like to me like a setup almost because it was such a perfect storm. So, one, it is not a – it has been rumored that Connor has been doing cocaine for quite some time. I have sources that have told me that it's accurate. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean it has <laughs> – yeah, I know I, that I makes think, me sound more I think important it is than all, I do. I think we is, may have the same source in this case. Potentially. <laughs> but it, it is all but confirmed that he is do, doing a lot of coke these days. And 
But anyway, so let's let's even say he wasn't coked out. It's a perfect storm. He already has the issue with Mark Goddard. Right. Okay. See, this is why it feels like a setup. Why the fuck was Mark Goddard doing Charlie Ward's fight? They know the story there. They know Mark Goddard telling Connor to stop and you know pausing mid-fight during Artem's fight. So that's the story for anyone who's wondering who just saw the Bellator thing. When Artem Lobov, his main training partner, was fighting Andre Feely, Mark Goddard was refing it. And Connor was just walking around the cage because it's Connor McGregor. He's doing literally whatever the fuck he wants to do. He's just he's like coming up <laughs> to the cage. He doesn't give a fuck. No, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, he's just walking around the cage, and then it, Mark Goddard paused the fight and basically said, "Go back to your fucking seat. Like you're not special. Go to your seat. Like you can't. You're not supposed to be here." And he kept doing it, and finally they like escorted him out. So. <laughs> So he bad blood, and I guess there's bad blood even before then with Mark Goddard. So like this isn't anything new. So why would Mark Goddard be a refing Charlie Ward's fight? And not only is he refing Charlie Ward's fight, he's refing his fight in Dublin. In Dublin, right? I mean, it was a perfect so storm. So you think this was a hundred percent Bellator trying to get some I don't, some coverage? I don't know if I want to say a hundred percent. I'm gonna say like twenty five percent. I'm going to say like... So, not likely. No, I'm going to say it's <laughs> like unlikely. You just laid this all out. Well, because like, I'm... Not, it seems like a setup, but it's, it's not... Well, it's because I'm not, not, I'm not a, a conspiracy guy for the most part. So, <laughs> like, I, I think at the end of the day, I think it was just a perfect storm of, like, Goddard just got assigned to that fight. They really didn't think anything of it. Right. That he, Connor wasn't even there. He shows up super late. Like, getting Connor, you know, Ward gets a knockout. Connor gets super fucking jazzed up because he just... You know, right. he just snorted some coke <laughs> off a prostitute's asshole in the, you know, in the bathroom. Like he just jumps in, and then yeah, it was just. And then it was weird because the knockout happened right at the end of the round. So then Goddard wasn't sure if the if the fight was over. So it was just a it was a perfect storm, I think, because you would have to really set a lot of shit up, yeah, like hardcore to make that happen. Yeah, so that's why I don't think it's that. That's my issue with conspiracy theories in general. Is that in order for something to be like a conspiracy, like the amount of shit that you have to nail along the way, like it's just it's too much. Like too, you have to try to control too many things. Someone's going to leak some information. That's why I always yeah. Because you have way, to have yeah. Ward. You have to have the guy who Ward knocked out in on it. Okay, you have to have kind of Ward in on it. Not necessarily. Have, no, because it happened at the end of the round. That's what caused the melee. No, 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 but. I mean, you don't you don't necessarily have to have because you can still fucking no. He could still tell Conor McGregor to get the fuck out of the octagon and, sure, and cause the whole thing. Sure, but because like, the the line really that threw, I heard was he's not a, a legit corner man in that case. So it's the same thing as if a fan had run into the cage. It is so true, it didn't matter. But the when only it reason why Goddard went over to Conor was because he wasn't sure if the fight was over. You would so not have saying, walked over. You're saying Goddard wouldn't have done anything if it had happened mid-round. You don't think he would have done anything if Conor McGregor ran into the, the octagon. So if I don't think so. If it happens mid-round, knocked out, clean, McGregor runs in, you don't think Goddard would have done anything. I don't. And I think if he would have done something, I think people would have had no problem blaming Goddard in that situation. I think the reason why you don't blame Goddard now is because by Conor going in there, you jeopardized fighter safety. Because he was still knocked unconscious. Now, 
and he got into a tussle, a tussle with a tussle, got into a tussle with Goddard. So, I mean, it, you really jeopardized fighter safety there. So right. that's why nobody is really sticking up for Connor here. Right. Uh, sorry, Andrew just chimed in and said, "Did I miss the part where they talked about Notre Dame getting owned? Remember when we talked about wanting to fight people for talking yeah, shit man. about your team? I'm about to go fight Andrew. Why did uh, they, Why did that happen? <laughs> why did Notre Dame get owned? Did they? Was it Miami? I I mean, was it Miami? Yeah, it was against Miami. Yeah. Uh, they same reason why Ohio State got owned by Iowa the week after beating Penn State. No, it had nothing to do with that uh, because that I think happened as a, that's a classic trap game. That yeah. you just had a big game, a big win, and then you go. That you really shouldn't have had. You go against the team that you're not that you're not supposed to have any problem with, and you you you're. It's a letdown. It's, it happens. They didn't just get beat though. I mean, they got. It was. Uh, I think stomped. they were thirty-one point favorites, and they lost by thirty some points. Like yeah. that was really bad. The Miami game though, Notre Dame was outclassed from the start. There was. They didn't look like they belonged on the they same. Got thunderstruck. Field. Here's what really sucked about it too. I was at the wedding during that game so i didn't oh, no. see any of it i was checking the score and i was i was like oh we're down by 20 no sense looking at this the rest of the night let's just fucking get drunk on scotch and everything will be fine uh but then because i wanted to see what happened i went back and watched the replay uh they didn't they didn't belong on the same field like miami came out fired up notre dame it, it was like they didn't like it wasn't an important game and they just shit the bed. Yeah. And I blame that on coaching. It all comes down to Brian Kelly. And I said it before. Uh, people talked about how, oh, Notre Dame is back in the contention. Everybody's back on Brian Kelly's dick. And I said, no, you, he needs to win a playoff game or win a big bowl game for me to be back on his side. And he showed last week exactly why I'm still not on his side. Like, you can have some big wins along the season, but eventually – he fucking lets you down. Nice and if it wasn't Miami, I would have seen him. I could. I would not have been surprised if they had lost to Navy this week. Let's, get, they Br- let's get Brian Miami Kelly back in Cincinnati. Uh, fuck him. Let's get him back in Cincinnati. I mean, you can take him back in Cincinnati. I don't give a shit. Yeah, bring him back to Cincinnati. Who's great Good. for you, see? Fuck him. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. <laughs> you missed a perfect opportunity to say cuck. No, I fought it. I've purposely <laughs> fought back. <laughs> From saying cuck. Uh, that's a good that's a good transition. Let's get into some picks this week. You, sir, are uh, are in the pick'em pool that we yep. have. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well recently. Uh, I haven't checked the leaderboard this week because last week I totally shit the bed. Yeah, I'm, I think I got three games last I think, week. I think I'm up there. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we can find Kyle. Start here. start at the top and go down. Uh, you are you are tied. Uh, for seventh place currently. So yeah, I'm I'm up there. You are beating me. So if it ended well, right now, obviously I'm beating you. If it ended right now, you, you're beating me by one. Back the fuck up. Let's chill. Out. <laughs> by I, the way, am I beating you the though? Way, the best thing happened this week because on the Facebook group, my brother came to talk shit and was like, "Oh, I had a couple bad weeks, but here I am." And he posted a screenshot where he's one place ahead of me on the standings. And my dad chimed in and was like. No, that's me. <laughs> My brother was like down at Way the down. <laughs> nice. It was so fucking great. Please tell me your dad is watching right now. Uh, I hope so. I would he love to. He is one of my favorite people in the world. Dude, Never he, met him. Yeah. Never met him. Met him through listening to the show. He is wonderful. Pops is fantastic, and he had knee surgery, and I, I really want him to call in. Was, he's all looped and, up on, yeah, uh, while he's on his, his. Oh, my God, dude. My, mo- my mom had back surgery. And they gave her like Oxycontin. And bro, 
<laughs> like we went over to her house and she was like just like kind of like sunk into the couch and like she's like she was doing this thing where like she's like and her like hand would like fly up like her body's like going weightless and she'd be like and then she'd like her eyes would pop and she'd be smiling real big and she'd like looked over at one point and was like I'm fucked up <laughs> like yes you are you sure are <laughs> you sure are oh shit but yeah Pops is uh, dude, what a wonderful man best. he's the best um, I would love for him to call in tonight I can't believe nobody's called in with a white motherfucker I'm actually shocked man. too it's very surprising I'm to very me shocked nobody is called in we do have a voicemail. We do have a voicemail. We'll get to that one. Uh, we'll, do, we're, we'll get okay. to that. We're Before we get to that, build let's to that. Uh, <laughs> build to that. That's another. Yeah, that's another topic to get to. Yeah. Uh, before we get to that, though, let's let's get into lose losers for the week, and we okay. can talk about some NFL and NCAA. Uh, but even with Scott gone, we still got ourselves some lose losers. Lose a dog here with two more picks. That's one less than the interceptions thrown by those Golden Dome dicks. Fuck you, Lou! I can't believe I picked those chumps. Man, Mike, you must be really down in the dumps. At least there was Scott's wedding to celebrate, <laughs> and I'm here to make craft brood sports great. That's right, I'm on the scene quicker than you can say Juju Smith-Schuster, and I got less shame than a Louisville basketball booster. Two freebies <laughs> here, so listen close. I'll tell you the losers for your weekly dose. Game number one, North Carolina State at Wake Forest. The Wolfpack heads to Wake where the Deacons offense has shown no ability to break. The black and gold have been running up the score. Last week versus the Qs, they put up an N64. Over their last trifecta of game, they've scored 143. That's enough to bring even Trump to one knee. The problem has been the other side of the ball where they struggle to defend just about any play call. With the ACC title game set in stone, NC State may lack some motivation and be out of the zone. Vegas said this this one will be close, and I can see why. At the end of the day, I think the Wolfpack come up a point or two shy. Lose, loser. NC State, 37 to 38. Wow. Game number two, UCLA at USC. This crosstown showdown features two of the game's top QBs. Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen are going to make some Sunday cheese. Both these guys can make the ball twirl. Just be careful in Hollywood these days if you're a young boy or girl. <laughs> UCLA doesn't have much of a record to That show, was jammed in there, but I like their it. their rival, the Bruins, will be ready to go toe-to-toe. Because toe UCLA to toe. is Los Angeles. With so. two losses, USC is likely out of the playoff hunt. But if they're on, they could go the whole game without a single punt. This one will be quite the spectacle and show. After all, it's L.A. and brings a certain glamour and glow. The USC cheer girls look great in those white sweaters and skirts. Oh, no. Here's some advice for you betters and flirts. I expect the Bruins to cover the 17-point line, but they'll still lose the game by 8 or by 9. Lose, loser. UCLA, 31 to 40. Man, that's some, that's some interesting picks by Lou. So he's got... Are they... Uh, now, a question. Yes. Okay, how would you... How would you rate what what he just did right there compared to normal when he does this? Oh, dude, that was a was f- it on par? Yeah, that was a fantastic. Fucking nails it. Yeah, I'm saying. Every where, week, I'm saying. Where would you rate that on the other ones? Uh, would you say that was? Would you say he was 
Was he really in the zone? I mean, for this he one? loses a few points for uh, for knocking me at the start. No, but, but that uh, means it's perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really good. He's he's so fucking good. He at that, nails man. it. Lou kills. He that nails shit it. Every good job, time. Lou. Uh, so he's uh, lose losers, and I know you guys are worried about Lou cheating. Uh, that was just the one time Lou cleared that up on the last episode. Lou cheated. Uh, yeah, there was one episode where Lou. I think he picked Michigan as his lose loser, and then in the pick'em he had Penn State as the. No, he picked Penn State to lose, and then he he had Penn State winning in uh-huh. the pick'em, and he won in the pick'em. But did so everybody was pissed and was like, "Oh, he's lying on the yeah. podcast." It was an accident. Um, but he cleared that up. That was the the one time that that happened. So he's got UCLA losing to USC thirty one to forty. And he's got NC State losing to Wake Forest thirty seven to thirty eight. As a Notre Dame fan, I've seen both NC State and Wake Forest play. That pick is fucking crazy to me. I have. So you're you're, you're going all in on NC State. I would I pick would them. say NC State wins that game handily, right. handily. If if I'll, I'll consult with I am Lou, also I'll consult awful with Lou. at picking games because I won. I got three correct last week. Yep. I'm I ahead have, of you, and I'm not even really a college have, football fan. So I don't know what the fuck happened. The first like ten weeks of this, I was doing great. Yeah, like I was up near the top, and then all of a sudden, I've been kind of right there. I've never really had a the su- bed. I've never really had a super bad week, but I've never had like a I nailed it week. I've I don't know what's been going on. I had maybe. one nine uh, one week. I've had a nine, and then that's really about it. I've had a nine, <laughs> and everything else is just like sevens. <laughs> I mean, that's good enough to beat me, and that's what people need to realize. Uh, for those of you that may have given up on the pick'em, join back in because I am shit in the bed hardcore lately. Yep. And if you want to dole out a punishment, you don't have to win the whole thing. You just have to beat me, and you're going to get to punish me on the show. Wow, we still haven't done our punishment, by the way. What's that? Oh, uh, anyways, back to uh, the, the Pickums. Uh, <laughs> was that you or was it Scott? It was me. I, uh, we still have to do that. That was hockey. Congratulations. I, uh, something about hockey last year. Yeah. But I did that to help our friends get the Penguins into the Stanley yep. Cup. Anyways, uh, yeah. What? That got you. That threw you off. I don't want to fucking do it, That man. threw you off your game. Uh, we talked about that on the show. Everybody yeah. knows what that was. So I, I have to do some sort of photo shoot. Yep. You have to do a photo shoot downtown Cincinnati. We'll, we'll pick an outfit for you. Make sure you look real nice. And we'll go around a uh, couple spots downtown. And Okay. Here's, get some, here's how we're going to do get this. Get some shots. We're going to put this out there right now because I've been making all kinds Time of decisions. Out. Are you making the rules right now? Yeah. No, no, no. This is Hear me okay. out on this. Got I've it. been making all kinds of decisions while Scott's been out. I'm yep. going to make another unilateral decision while Scott's sure. out. I will submit to this punishment. We will make this happen. I'm going to okay. do it anyways, yeah. but yeah. here's what we're going to do. Okay. We need to do this soon. Sure. The reason why is I will take those pictures, we will turn that into a calendar, oh my and God. we will sell it at craftbrutesports.com. <laughs> I will Absolutely. <laughs> I will gladly, <laughs> gladly buy that calendar. Are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> I don't even know what's going to happen. Like, I'm terrified as to how this is going to oh, go I'm down. I'm so excited. But I will absolutely take Wait, now, these prints. We need at least 12 pictures. Yeah, and, and it means we've got to make them themed. So we got to do some kind of like winter, some, I mean, some spring, some summer. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, I'm excited. So get to work on planning that out because I will take all 12 pictures. We will turn that into a calendar, and we will put it for sale on craftroutsports.com. 
And I feel confident making this decision, I decision it, because I know if Scott was here, he would be like, he'd be yep, totally on board. Absolutely, that's going to totally happen. on board. <laughs> I, listen, as the man sitting here, listen, for, on, Mike and Mike is done now. Yeah. I'm surprised we talked about that. Um, we but but take take like Mike and Mike, right? Whenever they weren't there, it was still called the Mike and Mike show. It was just two different guys hosting. Mm-hmm. Listen, still Craft Root Sports. I'm sitting in for Scott. Yeah, I'm yeah. making the decisions. Right. I'm, okay. We're doing it. Fair enough. We're yeah. doing it. Good. Okay, so... You get to work on your side of this thing, and yeah, we, will, we will uh, we'll we, make we this will, happen very just, shortly. Just my here. wife is a photographer. We will make that happen. Just get me really fucking drunk first, so that way I... I don't think it's going to be that bad. I don't think it's going to be that bad. All right, then that means you're not involving Scott, which is good. That's fine with me. Oh, uh, no. Listen, I, first of all, I don't need Scott. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm creative enough. We, we'll, we'll be good. Um no, I just think it won't be that bad, you know, because I'm not. Well, I'm gonna make you. I want to make. I want you to be pretty, <laughs> you know. And I want you to look nice, especially if you're gonna put them on a calendar, Mike. Gonna I'm, so of course, bad. I'm gonna make you look nice. You're gonna be so bad. You're gonna look so nice. This is gonna be so bad. I don't. I immediately regret saying this. Yeah, that was such a good idea. To where everybody hears That's it. Such a good idea. And it's locked in and loaded. We might. We might be able to. You know, I might go ahead and and let myself be like the picture for June. You know, divide divide the year out. I could donate uh, it's myself awfully, into, it's into the nice punishment. To do that. I could donate yeah. myself into the punishment. We'll do a craft. I tend, to, I tend to do that a lot. I did the icing with Scott the last time I was on. Uh, 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 you volunteered everybody <laughs> to ice with Scott, which pissed me the fuck off. By the way, <laughs> I brought my own shirt off. That was Scott's punishment that I had to take part in, <laughs> and I did not appreciate that one bit. Um, as always, the drunk line is open still. 440-37-DRUNK. Hit us up with anything you want to talk about, uh, any white motherfucker questions you got. Yep. Uh, oh, I'm still shook thinking that I'm going to... Why did I fucking... <laughs> shook. Why did I fucking say that? You're why shook? Why the fuck did I say that? Anyways, um, so this question came up, man, and I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on this. This question came up in the group this week. Um, okay. Running up the score for pro teams. So okay. let's say you're watching an NFL game. Yeah. And a team... The game is well in hand, and a team continues to run their normal offense and keeps scoring and runs it up on the other team. Is that unsportsmanlike? No. Or is that part of the game? No. I mean, it, it, I think it's impossible to run the score up. That's not a thing. You can't run the score up. You're, you're a professional football team playing another professional. If you are a group of adults and you're playing children and you're just, <laughs> and you're just fucking just belittling them and destroying them Is because that you have sketch from Saturday. Exactly. Night. Like, yeah, exactly. No, literally like that would be like unsportsmanlike, but no, you can't, it's impossible to run the score up. Like, yeah. It's two professional football teams playing each other. Listen, take, take it like, again, don't, don't take on a victim mentality. If a team is quote running the score up, do everything in your power to stop so it. So let's learn to come back from adversity. I would, I, I agree with you. Uh, I do think there are certain levels of athletics where it is an unsportsmanlike thing to do. Yeah, I uh, mean, seventh and eighth grade football. You well, don't want to fucking. Not all colleges are created equal, right? right? Like when you have a, this, you have a mega week, fucking college playing. This week is. One of the worst weeks for college football, by the way. I'm just throwing that out there. You have the top four teams. I think Alabama plays Mercer 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, See, that that's where you could have some, like, kind of running up the score issues. Yeah. Right, where it's just like... This is the week, by the way, that, like, all... like Wisconsin You're playing a is, team where all the players aren't even on scholarship. Wisconsin's really excited because they play Michigan, and they're like, oh, if we beat a, a ranked team, finally we're going to get in the top four. No, it's not going to happen because the top four are going to win by 112. Yeah. Like, they're just going to blow out the the... Best game out of the top four is Miami versus Virginia. Yeah. It's a fucking shit show. This so week. that's where you could have some running up the score. And that's where it's that's where I think a coach needs to and, and yeah, that's, again, you're, that's you're playing, where I, you're that's playing where a I college. Though. You're playing a college that, again, like not even everybody on that field has a scholarship. Well, you know but that's I mean? where I struggle though, because you get these guys who never see playing time. You I mean in a game like Alabama versus Mercer, you're going to get guys in the game who may have never played this year. Well, see, but th- that then that's not running up the score. Why do you have to handcuff those guys? But but that's what it'll look see, like. Then that's if not... you're throwing, if you've got your fourth string quarterback in there and he's throwing bombs down the field, they're going to be like, Saban's a fucking dickhead. No, because then that, throwing against this. No, team. because then that's just low info fans. Because if you if you are even a mid info fan, you're going to realize that that's not Alabama's quarterback who's doing this. And at the end of the day, those guys need. But they. Time. But I'm telling you, man. Anybody, people anybody, don't get it. If you're pa- if you are throwing and you're up big, people say it's running up the score. They expect you to if you're up a certain amount, and and it's arbitrary. It's just whatever yeah. they feel is. Well, it's like like we, like we talked about earlier, like the kind of comedy police. Yeah. What you can't joke about is always arbitrary. Right. It's always based off of whatever. Get under, get under center and hand it off to your tailback. And at that point, though, and that's what's crazy to me. But then me you're is, playing a football game where you're not even getting practice. Well, and, and the, when you're doing that, why are you even risking a potential injury to your alignment? Just take three kneels and then punt. Yeah. And that, as a, as a fan of the team that's losing, I'd be more pissed off about that. Exactly. Anyway. So there's that. Okay, right? So, if, so where's the line? Where's the line? If once you hand it off to the running back, is he supposed to juke tackles? Or is he supposed to just run downfield? Where's the line at? Right? Are, are you Follow supposed, that lead blocker. And are you supposed deck. to only do fucking little like Fred Taylor runs down the middle? Or are you allowed to, <laughs> to go on the outside? You know right. what I mean? Like, wh- wh- where, where are the rules within the rules? Right. Like, the inception. Like, where are the rules within the rules? <laughs> Um, so that's a good question. That's a very good question. Yeah, where where are like how far down the fucking rabbit hole do you have yeah, to go the... with handcuffing yourself? But I would say too, you know, you're not if you can't. Why why not just stop the game at halftime? Well, I think uh, so. I think Ohio High School does a a good job of this. Where if a team is up, high by schools a, are also very different. High schools are very different, but I think the rule could. Apply to transition college. to college and potentially even pros. If yeah. you're up by a certain amount at halftime, they go to a running clock in the second half until you get within whatever the striking distance is. So I think it's like, I want to say it's like 30 points. If you're up by 30 at halftime in the second half, they just go running the clock. The Atlanta Falcons were up almost by 30 in the Super Bowl. But they weren't up by 30. So it wouldn't have been a running clock. True, but so sw- no effect. But I'm just saying like 25 because is in, close. But I don't think in the, in the NFL – 
I don't think you see too many games where you're up by 30. 30, yeah. That's there's, there's too much, they're too good. And the same with college. The only time you're really up by that much is when you're Alabama playing Mercer. And yeah. it's like these games where the schools took them just for a paycheck. It is true. And it, so fucking go valid with the running, point. go okay. with the running clock in the second I, half. I would be all about that. Valid, and, that's a and valid point. Speed the shit up. Like you can because still run your offense. Especially in the NFL, you're barely going to fucking use it anyway. So it's really not going to matter. Right. It's not going to, it's not going to happen a whole lot in the NFL. But when it does, people are going to be like, this game's over quick. Yeah. I'm fucking excited. I get to go, although nobody's watching it, nobody's eating pizza, so who gives a shit anyways? <laughs> you were really struggling with that mic, man, and it's Bro, it's because it keeps falling off. It's because you elbowed it earlier. I, or need <laughs> my elbow <it. laughs> Can you explain the physics behind that bad boy? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I keep getting it back on. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, I'm making it work. All right, so I think we're in agreement on this. There is no really running up the score, at least no. at the pro level. At the high school level, if you're a coach and you're fucking throwing bombs when you're up by 50, you're a douchebag and you deserve to get kicked in the dick. Well, so the, now, but okay, here is a here's a here's a uh, devil's advocate. Here, you have that. I know there's one coach in particular. He's doing the kind of money ball system where they're not punting, they're not kicking. Every every kickoff is like an onside kick. They're doing full on moneyball system. What the fuck, coach? Is this? Uh, it's a high school where they did they had like a little one of those thirty for thirties on them. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is that is money. So the guy who is currently with the Cleveland Browns, this is like his thing. Like this is what everyone thought that he was going to bring to an NFL team. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense. You know, it makes a lot of sense on paper. So and this coach took it a high school team that had never really done anything and won their state championship. I mean, it's, there is some, some pretty basic like statistics here that this works. So anyway, they don't, they always go far on fourth down. does not matter where they are on the field. Whenever they do kickoffs, they always do onside kicks, the whole shebang, right? They, they throw the ball 60 times a game. That's fucking bananas. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) <laughs> um, it does not matter how far ahead they are; they do that still. They don't change it. But you can, you and they, can... and they talk to him, and they and like coaches have gotten mad at him. He says, "Listen, in order for this system to work, we have to keep it consistent." But that's bullshit. He's full of shit because you I can absolutely stop if you're up by fifty. No, you don't have to keep up the system. But here's the you thing: you can if, fucking change it up. But what you're saying though is, if if you're up by fifty, the way that we have trained every football player on this field, you now have to do it differently. First of all, it's not how they've trained it. So you can still kick it onside. Go ahead and kick it onside because an onside kick recovery is like a minimal amount that you actually recover the ball. They so they they do the onside kick every single time, and because they do it every single time, it is they're like, like even if, military. Even if they're fifty percent yeah. that they recover, they're less than that. But it's like they're at like thirty three percent. Okay, so so that high. means sixty seven percent of the time they're not yeah. recovering it. Yeah. All right, and and, and then they're in just those, stopping the team in half field, so it doesn't really. Matter. In those thirty three percent of the times that they do recover it, yeah. the kids aren't calling the plays. Fucking hand the ball off at that point. Sure. At that point, unless you have in the freshman who never sees the field, then in in that case, I'm like, go ahead and run your offense. It is true. But if you if you've maybe that's but again, it. Though, if you've got your starters in and you're up by fifty. Fuck you, you're a douchebag. As a high school coach. But to be fair, though, high do you also feel like, again, we are we are creating a rule set out of nothing? 
And it well, you're right. It is. I'm saying, what is what is the true justification behind the mindset? What? So why why can't you run, even in high school kids? It's not even. So what what, what is the issue with not running? Because you can't even say it's running the score up. That's not what it's called. It's called playing football. No, the way it's, that you play it's football. definitely called running the score up because. And here's where the the catch is: the clock stops every time you score a touchdown, right? So. Except in Ohio, if you're up by enough, then the clock keeps running. But if you score that touchdown, the clock stops, and it extends the game to the point where, okay, now I can stop these guys three times, and I can score again. And it keeps fucking dragging it on to where everybody's like, I just want to fucking go home. This has been over since halftime. Just let me fucking leave. I want to go home. I don't need to sit here till 11 o'clock and watch these 16-year-olds beat up on these other 16-year-olds. Just end the fucking game. Let it go. Let it. Neil, at like that I said, point, Neil. I get it. See, again, I get it. I'm not disagreeing with the theory. Blake, by the way, Blake says we don't play those sissy high school football <laughs> rules here in Texas. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't. I've again, seen Friday Night Lights. I know. <laughs> again, I, I don't disagree with this. Like in theory, I'm just saying we are creating an arbitrary rule set here. It's absolutely there's arbitrary. no there's it's, it's not based in arbitrary. What, and the other thing is, again, what's that score? Okay, what's the magical number that you're up by? Because you can't just say 50, because that's not really – people complain if you're up by 30 in doing this. Right. So is 30 the number? I mean that's what, what, Ohio, what, what, that's what, what Ohio determined it to be. Sure. What, what if you're, <laughs> and what if you're playing against a team that's come back from big margin wins? Does that mean it's up to 40 but then? See, that's, like, why I think, that's why I think – The other thing is it's, to me, I stand by this. It is literally impossible to run – the score up. And that's why I think Ohio does it right with high school, and I wouldn't mind seeing it translate to other levels where once you're up by 30, in the second half, the clock runs. Until you're not up by 30 anymore. Then it goes back to, sure. all right, you've got a shot at this. You can fucking maybe, – maybe you can come back. So it makes more sense to keep playing the game the way you want to play it because right. you want to maintain that 30-point lead so that way. Right. I agree, actually. I so see. I didn't even realize like, that was really go ahead, a thing. Keep going. Yeah. No, I think that does make truly a lot of sense. Yeah. That really does make a lot. Apparently, of sense. everywhere except for Texas, because Texas. <laughs> I think that makes a lot of sense. I completely agree. But again, with with pretending like that doesn't exist, right? Because it doesn't exist everywhere. Right. I still say that there's you cannot you literally cannot run the score up. You can either play. A football game the way that you normally would play a football game, yeah. or you could change the way you play a football game to score fewer points. But you can't run the score up. That's not a thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I guess that's where I take issue with it because I don't think you can that's run fair the score up. That's a fair point. We were going to talk about something, and I forget what you were. You said something, and we, I was like, "We'll get to that later." Uh, for Doom. <laughs> yes. Fabrizio Okay, Verdum. can you set up the situation because you sure. are the MMA guy? Sure. Tell us what happened because okay. this was an uh, UFC event in Sydney. Australia. It's it's happening tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Right. Here is the, give me the breakdown. Let me give you the setup. Okay. So, Colby Covington is a a welterweight prospect that's been going through the rankings. Okay. And he just fought the number three guy. His name is Demian Maya, and he is Brazilian. Okay. Okay. He fought him in Brazil. Okay. Uh, I believe he beat him thirty twenty six. So in scoring, it means that it was he, he, he ran the score. He, he won. He ran the score. <laughs> he won all three rounds, and and one of the rounds he won by so much that they awarded him an extra point, essentially. So for people okay. who don't watch MMA or boxing, 
That's what it was. Okay. So he beat him pretty soundly. Okay. During the build-up to the fight, and then directly after the fight, he talked a bunch of shit about Brazil. In Brazil. Lots of shit. Lots of shit. In his post-fight speech, he referred to Brazilians as filthy animals. Uh, He then had to run out of the arena with security around him as people were trying to attack him. So, now, this is not new. Okay, What he's doing right now is not new. Chael Sonnen, forever and a day ago, did this whole thing in the build-up to the Vanderlei Silva fight where he was talking about Brazil being stupid and poor and gross and smelly and he would tell stories about So did everybody leading up to the Olympics. Sure. I feel like. <laughs> well, yeah. But Ch- Chael would tell stories about the Noguera brothers. Again, like the Noguera brothers are like they might as well be like princes in Brazil. You know what I mean? He would tell stories about the Noguera brothers walking up to the to the their tour bus saying that they've never even seen one before and that they were trying to feed it a carrot because they, they, they just thought they were big horses. Jesus Christ. Right? So it was, I mean, hilarious stuff. Like, it was wonderful. I would say with Colby Covington, it's it's much less. Like, when Chael was doing it, it, it there was some humor there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you could feel it. You could with tell. With Colby, it, it feels very hardened and humorless. Okay. So I think that's where a lot of people were taking issues. Like, again, when Chael was doing this, and again, it's all been done before. Kobe Covington is not breaking the mold. Right. I mean, this is all there. The, the groundwork is there. He's just following it. Yeah. So anyway, he's then kept it up. He's the, the, the owner of ATT, which is where he trains at is Brazilian. He talked a bunch of shit about him. The coach wound up leaving the team. I mean, it's just escalated into fucking nonsense where everyone's saying he's racist and he's not fucking racist. He's playing a character. Okay. Okay. People of course take issues with this. And if you're going to talk all this shit, don't be shocked. When a heavyweight uh, fucking Brazilian fighter, you know, comes at you when he sees you. Like, that's not very shocking. Like, again, I think it's stupid that he did it because Verdum should know fucking better. Yeah. That obviously he's not being serious, but whatever. Like, he doesn't. Okay, so they're in Australia. Kobe Covington gets invited out. Verdum is headlining. Is headlining the card in Australia. So Kobe Covington gets invited out. He's walking in front of the hotel. Verdum sees him. Earlier in the day, a fan had given Verdum a boomerang, okay, as a gift. <laughs> Welcome to our country. Here is a boomerang. <laughs> so Ver- Verdum has the boomerang. He sees Kobe Covington. They get into an argument. They get into a little bit of a tussle, a little bit of a pushing match. People are standing between them. Finally, Verdum just says, fuck it, takes the boomerang and throws it at Kobe Covington's face <laughs> <laughs> and winds up hitting him in the face, okay? Enough to leave a very slight red mark. Okay, now that is where the story should have ended. However, that's not where the story ended because Colby Covington, I guess, in true heel fashion, if he's wanting to go all in on being the heel, wrestling terms, yeah, yeah basically yeah, being yeah. fake. We had like, Tank Mansfield on the show. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah, we got it. So going full heel, okay, decides to press charges on Verdum, okay. And I believe we got a call from the guy representing Yeah, Verdum. actually, yeah. Verdum's lawyer called in. He I did. don't know how he got our number, but uh, yeah. let's play this message yeah. that he left. Hi, this message is from Mr. Fabrice Verdum. Uh, W-E-R-D-U-M. Um, my secretary put a V, not sure why. Uh, hello, this is Ian Lyndon Jennings, uh, your lawyer representing you for the events that occurred this Thursday in New South Wales at the Hilton Hotel. 
I'm going to tell you that the man you assaulted with a deadly weapon, in this case I'm referring to a boomerang. Yes, an object that's killed in the past uh, small children and uh, the occasional wallaby. Uh, the man you assaulted, a Mr. Colby Covington, is being escorted out of the country effective immediately and making his way back to Bogan, USA. Bogan. I understand you are, are an ultimate fighting uh, MMA fighter and uh, would like to advise you as your attorney, Mr. Edim. Again, I hope that's correct, Mr. W-E-R-D-U-M. <laughs> spells it again. Uh, that uh, this case uh, should be a piece of piece, but while you're out of the country, uh, while you're in the country, if you could uh, refrain from uh, using the, the murderous deadly hunting weapon, i.e. a boomerang, in or out of your... Uh, your workplace, uh, the the cage, I believe, uh, that would make cage, uh, my job of helping you a bit more easier. Thank you for um, for uh, this, um, Mr. for hiring me. And if you have any questions, feel free to call me back. My name is Ian Lyndon Jennings III. And again, I hope I'm saying your name correct, Mr. <laughs> Wedum W-E-R-D-U-M. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you got our number. I don't know. Uh, he thought, he thought man, he was calling Fabrizio. If so, Ian Lyndon Jennings is uh, is here. The this. third. The uh, third. The third. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Ian. You got the wrong number. Uh, Mr. Uh, W-E-R-D-U-M. <laughs> the funny part is we shouldn't say who it is because it's funnier that way. Yeah. But the person who that is. You would have never guessed. It doesn't sound anything like Nothing it. like Nails it. it. It's, uh, it's That's a. That's incredible. When I heard that come through, because we hadn't talked beforehand, uh-huh. and I heard that, I saw the voicemail, and I was like, oh, who's who's this? And I listened, and I was like, what the is fuck this? is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized the number, and I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> so fucking good. So, so yeah, I, I take a big issue with Kobe Covington <laughs> getting police involved. Yeah, that's a that's kind of a bullshit move. Yeah, I to, totally to understand to going like for that. heel, though. I get it. Yeah. I just think this wasn't a good move. Definitely not. Craft Root Sports, who's this? JB, goddammit. You know ah, JB, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? How you doing? How's it going? I'm doing well. How, how's, the, uh, how's the new guest? Ah, you know, we, we miss Scott here on the show. It's always <laughs> We always miss Scott, but Kyle's holding it down, man. I'm He's doing, doing what well. I can. Uh, you're the first call of the night. It's kind of weird that... Uh, what? That we, yeah, right? That's a little strange. It's a little uh, strange. Do you happen to have a white motherfucker question for us? Um, sure I do. Okay. Hit me with it. All right. So, um, I'm sketchy on the years because... You're kind of catching me off guard, but so you're familiar. You're familiar with um, uh, No Limit, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about No Limit. Yeah, No Limit okay. soldiers. So name a No Limit soldier that isn't Master P. Go, oh, goddamn it! Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go outside the box. <sighs> Do you have a list in front of you, Jim? No, I don't. I I just know two, and I'm hoping you guess one of the two. One of those two. I'm gonna yeah. guess one. I'm gonna guess one. Should I go first? Do we both? Yeah, have to go guess? ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. You go first. I'm gonna say little flip. I was gonna say little Romeo. Uh, <laughs> I was now see. I I don't think I 
Little Romeo was technically in it because he was just his son. I don't think he was actually in No Limit. I, I'm going to disagree with you on uh, that, and I will fight you to the death right. that Little Romeo was not included. <laughs> and I guess Little Flip was maybe completely See, off. Now, this this gets super awkward because now this could turn all of us into white motherfuckers. I know. <laughs> we are. We are uh... I don't have the list sitting in front of me. <laughs> are we talking hang on i should clarify because i just searched it to see you know there was a no limit soldiers that was part of the wcw <laughs> it was after really? master p signed with wcw it was master p ba chase tatum conan ray mysterio swole and four by four swole because <laughs> <laughs> name is swole <laughs> <laughs> so since, oh, take my nickname. since you did not specify uh little potato over here is gonna take, you know fuck it let's do some more shots little, little potato stank. wants some hypno little stank. <laughs> i don't since i i mean i just guessed i just knew little little romeo was masterpiece kid so i just assumed right. he was a no limit soldier <laughs> but i don't know for sure and since scott isn't here to <laughs> to clarify I'll take a you, shot. You know, you just want to take a shot anyway, dude. I just love this hypno. It's <laughs> do you like? So do you like how I've already bitched out? I'm like, mm, he could take that one by himself. That's fair. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, you could take that one by yourself. I'm blame you. JB, what's up, uh, man? Um, so a couple things. Um, as far as the the word doom of uh, Covington <laughs> yeah, debacle, yeah, fiasco, yep. yeah. Um. <clears throat> Stand on Covington in general as far as, I mean, he's obviously kind of sort of talented, but as far as, like, him trying to ape uh, McGregor's smack talk only not being nearly as clever. Well, I would say he's kind of being he's, just straight up insulting. He's more trying to ape Chael Sonnen. I mean, that he's that's okay, really yeah, what he's that. trying to do. He's just, he doesn't have, there is a charm that Chael Sonnen has that Colby just doesn't yeah, have. Yeah, I'd agree. Like, there's that twinkle behind Chael's eyes when he does his shit right. talk <laughs> that Colby just doesn't have. Right. Right. Good talk. Okay, good, <laughs> good talk. Hey, <laughs> he, he answered the question. I was just trying to get his take on it. Yeah, um, I mean, I th my issue with Colby is that, so first of all, I mean, let me say, this whole time, calling Brazilians filthy animals and all this kind of shit, he has been talked about more than the champion himself of the welterweight division. That's true. So at the yeah. end of the day, yeah. right, what is the whole point of shit talk? What's the whole point? To promote. That's the whole point. It's the whole idea behind right. it. Right. So at the, the end of the is, day. Same thing as naming Kaepernick is the same of the year. It is all promotion. That's all this whole thing is. So if at the end of the day you get those direct results – it doesn't really fucking matter how you got there. You got there. Right. So there you go. I mean, he's doing it. I mean, because everyone right. goes, well, he's not going to have any longevity doing this. Do you think Colby Covington gives a flying no. fuck whether he has <laughs> longevity? Like, that's not what he's thinking about. And even if it were, you, you can't predict that kind of thing. You don't know when he's going to make some type of heel turn to something else. I mean, you have no idea. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, he's doing – the only thing I take issue with is the pressing charges yeah. because I think you're, you're taking right. something too far at that That's... point. But other than that, I have no problem 
No problem. You do you, boo. Do it, man. <laughs> like, and, and, I, and I see no limits. I, I, I've no limit soldiers. No limit soldiers, man. I, listen, <laughs> I, I have. I've been on record. I have. I, I don't mystical. There mystical is no, was a no limit soldier, right? Mystical. Remember that mystical? Was, that was one of them. Yes. What, what was, was the, the other one, Jim? Of, yeah. What's the other one you thought of? Um, crap. Just leave your brain. Uh. Mm. Uh, I lost his name. But Mystical's a good one. Mystical's, <laughs> Mystical's a good one. Mystical is one of them, yeah. All right, um, good. I'll probably better. think of it in the middle of another rant. So. But, but I, I I've, been on, I, I've been on record, and I continue to think it. Like, there's no joke is off limits. It does not. There is literally no joke that is off limits, period. And there's no trash talk that's off limits, period. I have no. I mean, we've had not. that discussion on Facebook. We have. There's some, there's and, some I still jokes disagree, are... and I still disagree with you. I mean, there as somebody is... who who did comedy for for over ten years, there's some jokes that are off limits. Hard disagree. Listen, because the, I'm not disagreeing with getting backlash. I'm disagreeing with something being off limits. Nothing is off limits. That doesn't mean that you don't feel the repercussions of doing that. That's fair. Listen, okay, if you fair. make a rape a joke, point. people are going to be fucking down <laughs> your throat, and deservingly so. However, the thing itself wasn't off limits. That's fair. Like there That's aren't these point. arbitrary – because, again, the line's constantly moving. How could you keep up? That's so a fair same point. thing with trash talk. Uh, you know, during the build-up to the Rose Namajunas fight, Joanna was basically making fun of Rose's very documented, very public mental illness. And her husband's addiction to drugs, you know, Pat Berry's addiction, you know, addiction issues. I mean, very, very cruel, very unempathetic about the whole thing. And everyone kind of with this conversation started about what, where's the line? Well, it's very simple. There is no line. The line doesn't exist. You can do whatever you want. If Kobe Covington was to come out in his next fight in blackface, <laughs> do your thing, buddy. That doesn't mean, that does not mean that he is not going to get... <laughs> It's, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to go well for him. That doesn't mean he can't do it. So. I just have this weird mental image of Al Jolson. Just oh, no. Come and fight 30-style boxing. Yeah. Again, don't do that. But at the end of the day, you can. If that, I mean, if that's what you're trying to give it a test. We'll see where it goes. JB, JB, did you think this is where your call is going to get to? I, I did not see my call <laughs> leading straight into blackface at all at any point. Most people don't. But I, I, always, I, mean, I always catch them by surprise. Goes, it's, all right. I always catch them by surprise. <laughs> JB, thanks for the call, man. Uh, everybody else, you can check out oh, JB's. Yeah. Uh, you can check out his blog on Craft Root Sports. Thanks, man. Cheers, bud. And hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to tease it real quick. Uh, I'm going to give everybody a team by team intro to the league for, for the uh, the uninitiated. Fuck it. That sounds great, man. All right, cool. Check so, that out. Craftrootsports.com and check out right. uh, JB's blog. Cheers, man. It's later, guys. We got people calling in. Right, now we're getting it. <laughs> Craft Sports, who's this? Do we lose them? Oh, no, we lost whoever that was. I don't know who that was. Whoever that was, call back in. What was the number? I don't know. Like it was the area code. I wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep the lines open. We'll keep the show going. Another couple minutes. Call back. I guess. Uh, whoever that was, call back. You cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got it. I got the missed call. Do you want to call him back? Call we did back. that. We did that once. We did that last week. And you called we, someone back? We called JB back. <laughs> <laughs> Who, what's the area code? Uh, it's a 614 area code. 614. 
614. That's Crap Sports, who's this? Hey, man, Tank, what's hey, up? Hey, Tank, what's up, buddy? I was hoping that was you, man. Hey, not much. Hey, man, I am, uh, I'm having drawing night, so I got like a bunch of artists over hanging out my base and drawing, but I, was, I, I, I checked my phone when I was going upstairs to grab a beer. Um, I heard you guys talking about Colby Covington. Have you guys talked about him and Fabrizio Perdue <laughs> in uh, Australia you, yet? You need to go yeah. back and listen because we, we did get a voicemail yeah. from his lawyer. So you need to go back and listen. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> You'll have to tune in later tonight. Who throws the goddamn boomerang? <laughs> listen, yeah, is, is this Tank the wrestler? Yes, this is Tank. I, listen, man, I, 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 it almost makes you feel like it's a shoot. Because, like, it, it's right? such, it is such an absurd situation to get a boomerang. Because you, you're a guy who's <laughs> played this heel character now for quite some time, right, in, in talking about how fucking disgusting Brazilians are. And you then get attacked by a Brazilian in Australia <laughs> with a boomerang. <laughs> I want to see a boomerang in a poll match. That's what I'm trying to see. <laughs> oh, listen, we already did a poll. Uh, Chase Sherman, uh, heavyweight fighter who's fighting next week, actually. Uh, he did a poll. Um, it would, who who would win the rematch, Colby Covington or Boomerang? And Boomerang <laughs> won astoundingly. So I think it had ninety percent. You can't fuck. With, I mean, if you watch the Road Warrior, you know it's damage that a fucking Boomerang. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you can't fuck with Boomerang. Exactly. That explains why Colby press charges. It's a deadly weapon. Yeah. I mean, it's a weapon that's forged on an island of over 200 venomous snakes that can kill you. You can't fuck with that kind of weapon. No. Hard, hard agree, Tank. Hard agree. All right. All right, Tank. All right, cheers, guys. bud. I'm hanging up. I'm going to be back to the and draw. I'll catch you See later. Bud. Hilarious. I love the Tank. As like people Who else? Time. we got to call somebody else and back he's now? Like, yeah, we do have to call somebody else back. Uh, Where's the area code in this one? The tank. I know who this one was. Uh, we're, I'm a, I sent him a message to have him call back. Okay. Uh, we'll see if he calls back. But I love the tank was just like, hey, guys, I got to go upstairs real quick. I gotta make a <laughs> he's like, he's like tuning in for a second. He's like, oh, shit, guys, I got to go. Hold on. Let me, let me go make a quick call real quick. I'll see you guys in a minute. <laughs> there it is. I think this is. Uh, yeah, there it is. Craft Root Sports. Who's this? It's Muddy Blake. Where the bitch? Oh, Muddy B. What's up, buddy? New, new phone. Who dis? <laughs> How you doing, Kyle, Money? Your phone is off. Wait a minute. Kyle's phone is off. My he phone is my like, phone. That's because it's dead, Listen, bro. It's, you got, I got two things going against me. Listen, I got I got two things close. I got I got two things. I got two things going against me. One, uh, I don't charge my battery, and two, I got Sprint. And so both of those things kind of lead to a perfect storm of me not having a phone right now. If Sprint ever won, they sponsored the show, though. Yeah, you might as well Sprint have Boost, Boost Mobile. Boost, you got Go Boost? Go be with the UFC and have Boost Mobile. <laughs> Where you, you at? Boost? <laughs> Wasn't that Boost thing? Where you at? Where you at? <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> only, like, o- only Boost oh. Mobile would have their slogan have a preposition at the end of a question. <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> I, I, really, I want to know how many how many phones they sold to to Mexicans because Kane was in a hey. was in a preview, yeah. and then how many phones they sold to white girls because Paige Van Zant was in another preview. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Blake, can I tell you something? Uh, so I used to work yeah, for, for I used to work for Sprint and uh, Boost mobile phones counted for twenty five percent. It was a it was a quarter of an activation, and we had activation I, goals. I knew it. You had to sell like a certain number of activations a month. Boost mobile phones counted for a quarter of an activation. I met a dude in our store who was a drug dealer, and I knew he was a drug dealer because I was like, you sell drugs? And he was like, 
Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you probably need some burner phones, right? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I need burner phones. So you could sell a Boost Mobile phone came with a $10 card with it. So you got the phone and a $10 card. And I would discount the phones down to $10 so that he could just buy the – I was like, just pay for the card, man. I'll give you the phone for free. And sold him burners. Every time I was like, oh, shit, I need five more phones to hit my quota for the month, I would call that dude and I'd be like, hey, man, you want 20 boost phones? And he'd be like, yep, I'll be in. And I'd sell him 20 boost I phones at $10 a piece. And this, this dude ended up selling the boost phones out of them his trunk. I feel like I saved this dude from selling drugs. Right? Now, he, now he's selling boost. Now he's selling boost. He became a distributor. Mm. He went from selling boost to selling boost. <laughs> oh, shit. There you go. I'm with it, That's... man. I'm glad you. I'm glad you. You cleaned up com- community, white boy. I'm glad you. <laughs> yeah, doing good it, man. job, buddy. <laughs> this white motherfucker helps, man. That's what yeah, I do. Good job, man. Uh, and also, I know what a burner phone is. So yep. throwing that out there, yep. just street cred. Good job. Hashtag. Mm. Hashtag. I've hashtag seen the wire. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag. I've seen the wire. <laughs> <laughs> Could that be our hey, new slogan? Talk about burner phones. Hashtag I've wait, wait, seen wait, the wire. Let's talk about bur- burner phones real quick. All right, let's, let's talk, talk about, about burner phones. I think it's just probably us. Probably uses them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just <laughs> us right now. Some, some, no, we we got a guy who probably uses a burner phone. His name's Oscar De La Hoya. Oh <laughs> um, shit! Hey, cuck. Okay, hey, cuck. So let me tell you some. Let me tell you something about Oscar De La Hoya. Let me tell you why he's pissed off. First yep. off, sorry. It's not because the Floyd Mayweather fight and McGregor fight happened. Yep. Um, it is because it is because the same day that McGregor Mayweather happened. Yep. They booked the other a fighter that a fighter that signed to his label yep. uh, or his uh, you know promotion. I like Miguel his label. Cotto, I like his label. Future Hall of Fa- Future Hall. Yeah, his label. His his boxing label. You know what I'm saying? We were talking about No Limit Soldiers. Yep. <laughs> his No Limit Soldier was Miguel Cotto, yep. future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Nobody gave a fuck that Miguel Cotto was fighting on 26. You know why? I don't even think they sold out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody from L.A. went to went to uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. And not only that, but three weeks later, uh, uh, the whole fuckery shut down on on De La Hoya when they had a draw with GGG and Canelo. Yep. I would tell you this: if there was a knockout in that fight, you would not hear De La Hoya chirping right now. You would yep. not hear him tweeting. That's true. He would not need a burner phone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yep. He, yep. He, he is pissed Two off because up. Cotto, he lost money with Cotto. Yep. He is pissed off because of the outcome of GGG Canelo. Yep. It's quite that simple. Yep. That's a fair point, man. Yep. I can't disagree with you. Hey, Blake, you got a white motherfucker question for us? <sighs> I do, man. I do. I, do. <laughs> I thought of one. Yes. I'm very nervous. All right. I'll, I'll take a shot I this thought, time. Oh, one. Okay. Okay. Check this out, man. The uh, rapper. Uh-oh. Trick Daddy. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Signed. Sign, yep. Sign, he he made a label for himself and signed uh, the rapper or the rappress. I don't know what the female rapper is. Trina. Okay. To a record label. Okay. It was his own record label. Oh, no. What was the name of that record label? Uh, Grab this hypnotic real quick. <laughs> pop, pop that bottle open. Uh, let's see. Trick Daddy. He did. He mentioned it in in the the song "Take It to the House." He mentioned it. I was gonna quite say. I was gonna say the only thing I know about Trick Daddy. Well, didn't Trick Daddy? Uh, he did the um, uh, "I'm a Thug, Baby, Because I'm a Thug." Right? Was that Trick Daddy? That, that was that was the follow up single to "Take It to the House." Okay. All right. So, okay. So you so might I, be able to guess this. I'm I'm getting. But it, 
if it was all right, it was taken to the house. Was the where he mentioned it? I'm trying to get up some context clues yeah. here. Uh, Bobby Brown label. <laughs> was it Bobby Brown? Was it Bobby Brown? <laughs> did he, did oh. he put it on Bobby Brown label? What was the name? I don't know. Well, I have no fucking idea. Slip and Slide know. Records. Ah, oh, Slip and Slide, take it to the house. Yes, I fucking. Uh, yes. I didn't realize that was the label name. All right, that's a fair. That's a good question. Um, fuck you for it. <laughs> I have. Uh, if it's an, if it's possible to have like. I have a black hole of emotion. Oh, <laughs> that shit is so gross, bro. Um, Blake, did you Who hear the? Uh, this? Yes. <laughs> Supposedly you're supposed to mix it with Hennessy, and then it becomes the Incredible Hulk, and it's amazing. That's what it's I've really heard. good. It's really good that way. Ugh. Straight up, it is disgusting. Uh, Blake, did you hear the uh, the voicemail that we got earlier from the uh, the lawyer? I heard Ver- Verdum- Verdum's lawyer called in, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I We're don't know how he now. got our number, Holy bro. Shit. We're big time now. He totally messed up the number and <laughs> dialed the wrong thing and left a voicemail for us. Uh, well, our number is, oh. and, and this is pretty common knowledge, but our phone number, your guys' phone number here. Is just one number off from Verdum's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we're, tons of missed calls. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. Uh, yeah. Verdum is four four zero thirty seven drunge, <laughs> and it's uh, it's just like just off. I just kept. By the way, I just cackled in, into the microphone. That's the same fucking number. <laughs> the G and the K is on the same line. Yes. Uh-huh. The J and the K is right next to each other. That's the same fucking number. Oh, I'm retarded. Anyways. I uh, thought it was a G. So you're saying drunge with a J. I went with a J, but so no. If you I go with a G, G, if you go I with meant, a G, then it's on a different line. I meant G. That's what yeah. I meant. You, you are a G. <laughs> I said, cr- I said you crunk. Right, that's a completely different numeric. That is a different one. Crunk. Yeah, 44037 crunk is uh, Ooh, that's way better. That's, 37 that, that's, crunk. That's Verdum's number. Verdum yeah, got an Verdum's, Ohio burner. Verdum. <laughs> he sold him an o- Ohio burner right there. It's 37 crunk. <laughs> oh, shit. That's wonderful. Blake, uh, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it, bud. All right, you're, very, you're kicking me off. All right, well, I'm out of here. We'll Fuck you, Mike. All right, Kyle. I'm drunk, bro. I'm drunk. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Is that pumpkin ale? Is that? Yeah. Mike, uh, Mike is all worked up right now. His, his. If you are you, this is the question you just asked, which is what shade of red is Mike right now? Tomato shade. The, the answer all, is all of them. little. All of them. The answer little, is is diluted Bloody Mary. Little potato rocking that tomato. That's little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're about to be a little Uh-oh. tomato. Oh, he said he said little potato <laughs> rocking that tomato. Do you want to try little to ch- finish that rhyme scheme? <laughs> You want to try to finish it? A little cherry tomato. <laughs> no, little, I, don't want, I don't want no part of that. Little, little potato no turning into mis, Mr. Tomato. <laughs> oh, no. Blake, I love you, uh, man. It's, this, is, this is being a disaster like he a looks tornado. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like this is not a rhyme scheme. He, he's doing the Dana White right now where he's, he's changing shades. Oh, I feel like Brian Kelly. He's, he's, like, he's going from shade to shade. I feel like Brian Kelly right now. Oh, man. All right, Blake. All right, Blake. All right. Cheers, bud. All right, babe. <laughs> All right, let's get into Consume It or Can It. <laughs> <laughs> Consume It or Can It brought to you by Tavor.com. Uh, this week on the show, we had Boom Sauce 
from low, uh, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me Lord look. Hobo it was from Lord Hobo Lord Brewing Hobo Company Brewing. in Massachusetts. Did you not open that second? I one? didn't. Oh, I'm saving it, it for you, man. I'm sitting here empty. What's well, like, because I was wanting you not to drink it. We got to end was, the I was, show. I was wanting you to save it for tomorrow. All right, that's fair. That's what I was hiding I it from you. Totally drink this tomorrow during yep. the Notre Dame Navy game. There you go. Uh, You're gonna need it. Boom sauce. I'm not gonna need it. It's Navy. We're still gonna win this fucking game. Oh. Yeah, yeah. If they were in the pick'em, I would pick Notre Dame, but they're not in the pick'em this week uh, because the game's not important enough. Yeah. Anyways, boom sauce by Lord Hobo Brewing. Kyle, I will turn it over to you, our guest for the night. Sure. Consume it or can it? Consume it. Yeah? Yeah. Fair. I mean, I, I only drank the one because I'm driving, obviously. And That's that was, a fair point. I and we were doing be, some hypno. I know it's going to be doing the hypno, so I'm like, let me, let me pace. It's um, a good call. It's heavy. I'm kind of fucked up. It's a heavy beer. <laughs> like, You've had two of them and three shots of hypno, and you're, you're, pretty, you're pretty crunked in up. In two hours, you're four, two four, minutes, zero, 37 and crunk. <laughs> for sure. I didn't. I don't even, like, I shouldn't even be drunk. I don't know why I feel drunk no. right now, but I feel very drunk. It, these are these are strong. It's a super strong beer. It's a very, very strong uh, beer. I feel very drunk, and I shouldn't I, I shouldn't be this drunk, but I will consume the shit out of this. Yep. I will consume this extra can tomorrow, thanks to Kyle. Uh, but this is, if Scott was here, he would can this beer because it's too hoppy for him. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hoppy. But... It's fucking good. But I like good. it. It's I like so it. Like, good. Right, even right now, I have that bitter taste in my mouth, and I like it. It's a really good beer. Uh, Boom Sauce by Lord Hobo Brewing. Double consume with our guest host, yep. Kyle Steele. Uh, this has been Consumer to Can It, brought to you by Tavor.com. Log on to our website. Click the sponsor link. <laughs> I'm just watching you do this. This is great. <laughs> You can't do it. <laughs> too funny. I can always tell your level of intoxication, not just by your shade, but the pitch of your laugh. The, your pitch goes up. It does. It gets super high. <laughs> when I'm drunk, I laugh super yeah. high, and I don't know why. I can't control that shit. The pitch gets really high. Dude. Thank God nobody's still listening. <laughs> so it does we not matter. We actually boosted up. We have more viewers than normal. <laughs> When Blake called in, there was nobody. No. Because <laughs> Blake was on the phone, so the one viewer dropped off. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how this works. Fuck. This was a good time, though, man. Thank yeah. you for stepping in. Thank you. Filling Scotty K underscore junior shoes. Uh, those are, it's, I mean, it's a big chair to fill. It right is. There. <laughs> It is. He's a uh, he. He is the heart and soul of this operation. Wait, 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 wait. What? He's the heart and soul of the operation. <laughs> no, that's fair. He's, He's the Timberlake. Yeah. I'm the Joey Fatone. I there get it, it. I get it. You get it. I understand. But listen, uh, you were. But you were in. You know, like yeah. I mean, Timberlake's obviously more famous, but like he wasn't in um, my big fat Greek wedding, and you were. And I think we shouldn't gloss over that. Timberlake isn't on Impractical Jokers. Joey Fatone is. You're welcome, world. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, guys, make sure you check out Kyle. Uh, Loudmouth MMA uh, and also the Nicolas Cage podcast. We didn't even talk about Nicolas Cage. You've done two live shows. I have. Hang on. I'm fucking stopping this. <laughs> he goes, I'm stopping You've done two live podcasts I know. for it's the Nicolas nuts, Cage man. movie review. It's the hour. coolest fucking thing in the world. That's 
Unreal. We're, we're doing another one December 7th. December 7th. We're doing Face Off. Is that going to be at Wiley's as well? Back at Wiley's. And then in January, we are doing, drum roll please. I, I'm not going to You don't do have a drum roll. But yeah. Listerman Brewing. Our special Fuck. guest. Our special That's right guest, down the street, bro. Our special guest will be Wayne Mimmit. Oh, Wayne Mimmit. My <laughs> man, Wayne, is going to be joining And I in. think our MC is going to be Mike Kalinske. Mike is fantastic. Yeah. Super so funny. So that's going to be – none of this is all – it's not completely confirmed, but we're – it seems like it's pretty good. Mike, yeah. Mike can MC it. Wayne's going to guest. Listerman, and it's going to be on a Saturday. You know, Listerman's is like uh, two minutes away, and yep. I never got an invitation to be on the show. But that's fine. You know, it's no, 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 what, no, listen, yeah, listen, been, uh, listen. Boys, to, uh, I have. I want to do a live show with you. Not a live show, but you remember how uh, I want to do Firebirds with you, and because that's the yes. only it's the yes. only sports movie that I could see, I could find that Nicolas Cage <laughs> has been in. And I don't know if it's a sports movie, but he does some type of sport. I don't know what it I is. Mean, I can't just, remember. I'm just going to throw this it, out Or there. he like is a power lifter in the movie or something. I don't know. I'm just going to throw this out there that Listerman's is my favorite brewery. I've never been Not there. just – it is fantastic. I'm so, I've had their the beer because Wayne brought it with me and it was – it brought it with him and it was fucking incredible. What did he bring? Do you know what beer he brought? Uh, one had a cat on it. It was white. It okay. had a cat on it. It's one of their IPA releases. It was yeah, delicious. Yeah. And the other one it was a red can, but I don't remember what it was. All right. If it came in a can – it is not one of the best. It was they two. Have. It was two cans. Chacal. Okay. Chikow. Hands down, one of the best beers I've ever had. Ten percent. Oh wow! And it is fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. If it, uh, just just order Chacals the whole time you're there. Um, yeah, you get real try, fucked up and do the podcast. I'll try to make it down for that one since I'm not going to be guesting on it. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> we'll fucking we'll do it. Uh, but well, no. you got to get you and Scott got to get on to do the show. We can even I even offered. We could do it here. We could do it. We here. could do it here, yeah, so that yeah. way you don't got to travel. Yeah, yeah, you already got the setup. You have to send it to me. We could do it, and that way I can I can fill you out. You know, I don't know. I don't know if you have the chops. I don't know if you got the chops to do it, Nicholas. I'm just kidding, man. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, this motherfucker! This motherfucker! He goes this whole two hours and then drops that shit. Drops that end. bomb. This motherfucker! Uh, please follow our guest co-host Kyle Steele at Loudmouth MMA. That's your Twitter handle, right? Yep. Uh, check out his shows. He's got fucking podcasts all over the world. Yep. Uh, Loudmouth MMA podcast, Nicholas Cage Movie Review Hour. Please check that out. As always, follow the show at Craft Sports. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. Do Scott give Scott a wedding present and follow him because he always bitches about not having enough followers <laughs> at Scotty K underscore Junior. As always, hit up the drunk line whenever you want. We may use you for a mini-sode, 440-37-DRUNK. I'm fucked up. I'm going to go sleep. Cheers, everybody. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 